Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Scott Dooley and Merrick Watts. We have some live shows scheduled in around the place, littledumdumclub.com for tickets. Uh, you can come see us in Brisbane, Perth and Melbourne. Get on the website, keep your eye on the socials. We're in the process of rescheduling some things and you'll find out ASAP when that's going to happen. And of course on their website there's plenty of merch. There's t-shirts, there's stubby holders, there's hats, there's all sorts of crazy crap. So um, have a good old scan through the URL, littledumdumclub.com.au maybe? Yes. I don't know. Uh, no, not .au, okay. just .com. Sure. We, uh, we, beat, we beat the American arm of the Little Dum Dum Club mm. uh, to, the, uh, to the OG.com Big get. Uh, address. So check out all that stuff. We'll be back to talk to you more at the end of the episode about our Patreon where you can support the show and get bonus episodes every week. Uh, Quick disclaimer that this episode, uh, Carl had his audio recorded by every tech that we've ever had at a live show. Uh, They broke lockdown to come around and help him out. But uh, yeah, look, it's all right. You'll get through it. And uh, we'll talk to you more about that at the end of the episode. But until then, enjoy this new one with Scott Dooley and Merrick Watts. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. We've got two very special guests joining us today. Please welcome back into the program, Scott Dooley and Merrick Watts. Yes! Back, back into the program. Make it sound like we've had a bit of a slip up. We got out. We're out of rehab for a while. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then we went to a party. We had a slip yeah. up and we're back yeah. into the program. Back, yeah. back, back in your steps process. Now, first step is... Content. Bring yeah. some content. <laughs> Merrick, thank you for joining us on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning here in Australia. Uh, the three of us, we're all locked down uh, in this country, and so we've got nothing better to do but do a podcast on Zoom. And meanwhile, live from New York, it's Saturday night, it's Scott Dooley, it's 8pm, nothing on the social calendar. <laughs> thought he'd come home loser. from the bar and do a podcast. This is this is more of an intervention <laughs> than a podcast tonight, Dool. Sorry, mate, but um, get the diary out and put something in it for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. I didn't, I was, I, I was saying to Tom before, I, I didn't even have to think twice. When he said, "Can you? Oh, sorry to do it. Can you do eight o'clock? Fine, fine." And then I can't tell you how many people I've said, "I, I can't on Saturday night. I've got plans. I'm busy. I'm busy." Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Even yeah. in lockdown, if someone messaged me and said, "Do you want to do something online at eight p.m. on Saturday?" I'd go, "Not on your fucking life." I've got a, yeah. I've got a bath and a Netflix series that are just calling my name at that time. Sorry, yeah. Jen. Oh, it's very nice of you, Dules, to uh, when uh, when Lorne Michaels rang up before and said, can you pop in and do a bit of guest host? We've got Radiohead as the, as the musical group, but we really need a bloke up front. And you've said, no, thanks, got Dum Dum. I got Dum Dum. I've got to do it. I want to see him, yeah. I want to see him get to 600 yeah. before celebrating the 500. So I need to help push it there along. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, Dools, you could be out there living it up. You could be uh, You could be walking around the M&M store. You could be yes. doing whatever you want. Well, so so this is something I did want to say. I'm, I'm broadcasting live from the M&M 
concept store. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah. right, yeah. And I uh, and and what I was thinking is for for today as a bit of a treat because I'm not in lockdown. Is I might go to some other. I might broadcast live from some other places around oh, Times yeah, nice. Square, if, if you don't yeah. mind. An OB. Right. A bit of yeah. an OB, because yeah. I yeah. want to get to Bubba Gump Shrimp Shack, which is yes. um, <laughs> exactly. which is where I met and married my wife. Um, so it's going to be nice <laughs> to get back and see the guys. Merrick, you would have done some, uh, you would have done plenty of OBs over, oh, the, yeah. over the years. Have you done any like, oh, have you yeah. done any stupid locations? Oh, I've done them all. I've done all of them. I've done shopping centres. I've humiliated myself in so many locations. Train stations. <laughs> Done a few train yeah. stations. That's always good when you. <laughs> uh, you know what I love? <laughs> a- ambivalence and poor time needs. You know, at the same time, you go to a train yeah. station and there's two reasons why they don't care about your existence. And you just go, unreal. Unreal. These people yeah. don't know who I am and are not interested in connecting because they've got lives to lead. But here I am yeah. at five past six in the morning during winter because yeah. my program director said, you know what? You need contact with the people. You know what you need to do, yeah. Tiger? Stop wearing that fucking leather jacket. That's what you need to do. <laughs> so what? You're, how close to the tracks are you broadcasting? Are you telling an anecdote and... Getting heckled by the 815 to Morty Alec? I'll tell you what, there's a few times I wish I was broadcasting on the tracks. Um, It's it's pretty depressing. Also, when when you're broadcasting, are you using the the notoriously great-sounding train station PA? (laughs) Wish. I remember, Watsy, you did – they had this thing – I can't remember what it was, but radio is, as an industry, just a bandit for this, is they get terrified that people will realise that they're listening to the radio in a year that starts with a two. So they're forever rebranding it and doing like, hey, here's a cool thing and we're going to get people from all different radio stations to come together to do a big kind of hands across the water. We love this medium. And I remember there was one, for some reason this popped into my head last week, like before I knew we were going to be on this pod together. And... What had happened was Kyle Sanderlands had um, had someone on a lie detector and um, and asked a very inappropriate question and he'd been taken off the air. Mm-hmm. And then the very next day they were having one of these digital radios coming to Australia mm. or something like that mm. and they got all of the radio stars from around Australia to go and broadcast at the same time in Martin Place in Sydney. Does yep. that sound right? Yep. Yeah, I remember anyway, this clearly, yeah. So they then get everyone together to do a photo. And when everyone's together doing the photo, instead of saying cheese, Merrick said, everyone say lie detector (laughs) and created this massive schism amongst all of the radio personalities that were there. And like people from the rival radio station to yours, Mez, were like, that's inappropriate and like had a go at you. Is that right? Like it was quite a... A few people got upset. I was working with uh, with Rosso at Nova, and it was the launch of digital radio in Australia or something like that. I think we already had it, but we decided to relaunch it in a very typical. Yeah, it was something you know, like that. Radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, let's relaunch it. We've got this new thing. It's called the Queen Mary. Um, it's so we're relaunching it. But yeah, I I did that. It was like a whole lot of people got really upset with me, and I was just going, I I wasn't the one who put a fourteen year old girl on a lie detector. I, that wasn't not me. Yeah. I didn't do that. Why are you getting yeah. angry with me about something that is? I, I was just reminding you about right. it. Yeah. 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 The incident is public domain now. I, I can, you know, it's open source. I can reference it. I can talk about it. That's yeah. allowed. Yeah. That's okay. It's a bit weird. Anyway. <laughs> the irony is, is that of all the breakfast radio stunts, 
when you hear we're going to strap a 14-year-old to, lie detector is ironically one of the least defensive options they have, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. That sounds, like, yeah. that sounds like the best option. But that what's interesting is that yeah. absolutely changed radio laws. Like literally after that, it was that was that was a, a footnote in radio <laughs> history. After that, everything started get tightening right up. Like they started going, okay. Right. Yeah, that was a real game changer, and I think the reason, like at the time, we kind of saw it. As well, to be apparent. fair, I don't think they, I don't think they realized, I don't think they realized they had to make a law that was don't ask fourteen-year-olds on air if they were virgins. <laughs> right. or not. I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we need a law for this? Is this <laughs> okay, guys? Um, we, we've just spoken to all the other networks. We've uh, we made a decision uh, universally, and everyone's going to embrace this. Okay, so get on board. We decided we're not going to stab people live on air anymore. Yeah, that's great. That's the that's the drunk guy in the bar going. You show me in the rules where it says I can't yeah, do this. Yeah. Point to the rule that but, says that I. But can't. But it's also yeah. making that rule is like laminating toilet out of order. Like, just fix the toilet. <laughs> like, don't, the, the, we don't need the sign. <laughs> I would love Carl. We should have a we should have a month where we treat this show like it's a breakfast radio thing. Oh, uh, the kind of like. Yeah. I'd love to think. And let's make some money. Of, great, great idea. I love this <laughs> idea. <laughs> what kind yeah. of stunts would we be doing if we were a breakfast radio duo? Like, let's let's have a month where we just do stunts, <sighs> stunts to and with well, our listeners. Let, well, let's let's learn from that, and let's just like let's get some fifteen-year-olds in and, and and put them to lie detector tests and ask them about their virginity because we know fourteen is off limits. So, well, we can just ask Tommy. Let's yeah. ask Tommy. Tommy, what's we don't even need to strap you in. What's it? Tommy, what's it like? Um, no, I am not. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Why is there smoke coming out of my computer? What it's it's like a gender on? reveal party. There's smoke everywhere here. Uh, we're live at the train station. Yeah. The lie detector has jumped onto the tracks, uh, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a gender reveal. It's it's revealed that he's had not not had sex with either gender. So yeah, that's, that does. Yeah, work. strictly non-binary for me. That's how I like him. Yeah. <laughs> that's my preference. Oh, and also like yeah. them. That's so woke. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Right. Thanks. Yeah, mate. yeah, Appreciate nice that. We saved us. Saved us. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Merrick, you've you've chosen. You've got barrels of wine as your background on Zoom. How are you um, going now? Like during during lockdown, during all this sort of stuff, um, a lot of people drink too much and whatever. Now you are like I'm always in awe of you in terms of your fitness regime. Yet you somehow look like you're a massive pisshead online. So on top of that, I don't know how you straddle both. I don't know how you do both. Weird thing, seriously. It's it's like being. It's, how are you? It's like. Well, how are you tackling it? Um, I won't lie. When I first went into lockdown, that first week of lockdown, I was went, I'm going to drink everything. And I did. I just went, because this will only last a week, so I'm going to enjoy it. And I was drinking a lot. Yeah. And then after about a week, I was like, oh, I think this is going to go a little bit longer. Six weeks in, I've decided that drinking every day is probably not the right idea. So, um, <laughs> but right. yeah, I look, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually, I love, I love drinking. I'm right into it, but I, I also to have pretty strict disciplines around it. So I don't drink like it's a Sunday. I won't drink today. I never drink Sundays, uh, Mondays or Tuesdays. I drink Wednesdays. Sometimes I'll, I'll have something to drink on a Thursday, but in moderation both on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Then Friday and Saturday, I treat myself like a rental it's car. On. 
So that's yeah. that's, what I say. that's what I say. Like I look at myself like a car and like, you know, pretty much during the week, I'm a Bentley. I look after myself like a Bentley. Then on the weekend, I'm a Hertz rental car that I can just drive into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Just picked up at Cool and Gatter Airport, straight to the beach. <laughs> straight into the water. How do you pick Wednesday? Why is Wednesday the day that you can also go, well, thank God it's Wednesday? Why is well, it TGIW? Because, you know, with a background in commercial radio, I understand the importance of a pun. So if I say Wednesday instead of Wednesday, it justifies the drinking. Ah. But also, too, like I think Wednesday's right. – I thought it's like you need a life raft. You need a – if you say to yourself it's uh, there's nothing from Sunday to Friday, it's like that's that's too long. You need – yeah, you need a day there in the middle for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, no, and it's—I would have thought that was it's appointment-setting drinking. It's what it is, you know. It's, but <laughs> yeah. I don't, and I don't yeah. really drink much. Like I'll share a bottle of wine with my wife, and that's it. And that—that that would be all that I would have. But um, it's you know that's very much in moderation. But the the fact of the matter is, I, I come from a long line of pretty serious alcoholics, and um, not like bad alcoholics, not the sort of alcoholics that uh, want to hurt other people. They just want to destroy their own livers. And that was the case of, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny my ones. dad, great. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, my yeah. uncle, they like, and my grandmother was a massive piss head. Um, and used to start drinking like at, at 11 a.m. Would just start drinking because she was old and that's what she did. But, um, so I'm pretty aware of it, pretty cautious about it. So I trained pretty hard and, and, uh, the other days when I'm not drinking. And then on weekends, like I said, I just, you know, eat, it's eat on. ridiculous food and treat my body awfully. It's interesting to hear that you're at the point of lockdown where, yeah, you were saying like the start of it, you're, you know, you're, you're into the binge drinking and that's mm. the way of getting through. And we're here talking to you. Um, it's interesting to note that you're also currently at the point of lockdown of having a uh, comedy Zoom background. Um, <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's maybe like another week or two for you guys before you're like, all right, the novelty of this is off. It's not funny to be in Jerry's apartment anymore when I'm talking to mum and dad. It's the, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the posting to, song lyrics to Instagram you know. point of the breakup, isn't it? That's kind of what the comedy Zoom. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 this is how I feel, but through the lens of Nickelback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, she'll right. see this and she'll well, be sorry. This is this is how this is how I tackle. I, I'm like, I feel like drinking alone by myself is 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 not that um, positive <laughs> uh, at home. I don't want to sit in my lounge room and drink by myself. I think that's sad. So what I do is I take it on the road. I don't know if this is legal. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is um, okay, or if this is sad, or if this is a positive spin, or whatever. This is what I've been doing. I've been I've been loading up the backpack full of beer, and just walking down the street, and just I've drinking on the street, and going, "This is this yeah, is fine, isn't I've it?" I've seen you this do that. Right. I, thought, I, thought, I actually thought that was a really good thing to do. I think it's really quite clever because you you know you're burning to earn. That's what you're doing. Burn those calories to earn yeah, those beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's what you're doing is, it's, yeah, I think it's yeah. actually referred to as Hakuna Matata uh, drinking. It's the, the circle of life. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> you, oh, great. The Disney version of drinking. Do you think, great. Do you think right. Carl, Excellent. this is the first yeah. time you've become, like in your life, become, you know, every neighborhood's got that person that does something weird that you always say, hey, there's the guy with the beers. Yeah. See that mm. guy. See, watch him, watch him, watch yeah, him, watch yeah, him. He's yeah, going to get yeah, a beer yeah. out of his backpack. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, is. <laughs> You're yeah. that guy. Like there's, there's there's strangers that know you now. Absolutely, absolutely, and and so much so that I'm doing this, and I realised last night. So I'm doing it, and I'm you know I'm I'm putting like half uh, like 
a dozen beers in a bag. A dozen beers. Walking along. Being the, yeah, <laughs> I'm walking <laughs> along and like the bag is the bag That's is like clanking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bag's clanking as I'm walking down Bridge Road, and I'm just like walking along, going yeah. And I, I'm, I never have a bottle opener either, so I'm the guy that's walking around with a beer, putting it on various edges. <laughs> Down awesome. and just like slamming awesome. my fist on the during a pandemic, going, by the way. During <laughs> a pandemic, yeah. Like, hey, oh, where's yeah. a bin? I've just yes. put that near my mouth now. <laughs> just rolling yeah, around yeah. Caroline Springs, just rubbing my food on the ground. <laughs> Man, the other night, the other night I had a walk where I smashed the the, the neck off two beer bottles and just threw them on the ground. It was like, fuck! Right, now I'm only down to right, ten. So oh no, I've only got so, ten yeah, beers. Yeah. <laughs> So that's exactly. why there's 12 in there, not because you want to drink 12, but you've got to have a couple of collateral beers in there. Yes. That we're, it's like you only want to drink four, Safeties. but you realise eight of them are going to end up just smashed yeah. and on the ground. Okay, great. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. What? I mean, instead of planning that, I could also just go and buy myself a beer, like a bottle opener, I guess. Well, you just so, drink cans, right? Beer beer they, put, they put beer in cans now. <laughs> oh, well, this is all... This is all great ideas in hindsight, you know, <laughs> after the horse has bolted. Thanks so much for bringing these fucking genius ideas in there. But what, so what beer are you drinking as well? Because I know if I'm watching the weird bloke with the backpack full of beers walking past my window every afternoon, I'm looking at the mm. beers because if you're drinking Melbourne bitter long necks, I'm like, this, this place is gone to the dogs. But if you're having some like IPA that's got some fruity, you know, the label was designed by Banksy or something. I'm like, I reckon the property yeah. prices are about to go up around oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> We've been gentrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's actually walking around because he's looking at real estate while he's doing it. This is a guy who's on it. He's making the most of this pandemic. Yeah. Um, well, look, Stools, you're a clever man. Come on. I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll give you enough. Take um, a fucking flying guess at what kind of beer yeah. he's drinking. Exactly. exactly. The country of origin. So, Yes, have a think. Have oh, a you're not think. getting around with like a Carlsberg or a... Um... No. Come on, that's Danish beer. What connection have I got with Denmark? Oh, yeah. Little well, to zero. Oh, your name's Carl, Carlsberg. That's, that was the only reason I thought... Oh, yeah. Uh, Stella? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stella? Stella, no. Peroni? <laughs> Come on, mate. Have a think. Have a, have a look within yourself. Have a think of what little you know about I'm trying to think... And what, what you think... I'm I'm just looking up Liverpool sponsor now. Uh, no. Have a think. Have a think of all right, Dules. Put it this way. Have a think. Someone in lockdown. Someone who's desperately trying to drink themselves into a stupor and imagine that they're somewhere else. If someone oh, like me, of course, a man in his oh, mid forties, what, the, 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 the singer. It's singer. singer. Yeah. Singer. Very close, Chang. 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 Yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to have VB because you're a bitter Victorian. Because of all the lockdown. No. No. Yes. Come on. Come on. Somehow there's even lower hanging fruit than that on offer. So you missed on on that one. So, Carl, when when you've got the bag, when you're loaded up, when you've got the dozen beers in there, how heavy is this backpack and is this inspired? Because this is like a combination between – this is sort of like merging Merrick's week into sort of oh. one evening where you've got the like hard drinking days and then you've got mm. the training days. You're, you're going out there with like the weighted vest and you yes. get pissed at the same time. And yep. the quicker you drink, the, mm. the, the less intense the weighted vest becomes. It's actually, yeah, as, this a, is, as a workout, it's really This is like Merrick in, in the SAS. This is, this is yeah. possibly something he went through in 12. Yeah, you're doing a drop set. 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's exactly like that. But the, what you're doing, rather than increasing the load, you're actually decreasing the load. So it's actually a very intelligent form of exercise. So yeah. I, 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 I commend you. I think it's – I approve it. It's yeah. amazing. Last year during, um, during the first lockdown – uh, a mate and I, we were like, you know, oh, you know, you can't catch up. You can't come within a meter, you know, whatever of each other. And it was all that sort of cape, but similar to now. So we had this idea that we would go to, we like looked at, he's a lawyer. So we looked at it, like he literally went over it and had a look at all of the rules. And he said, I think I've got a plan and it's completely legit. He goes, you bring six cans of beer. I'll bring six cans of beer in a bag. We'll meet at a park and I'll bring a football. I said, we're allowed to kick a football to each other. And then we can, mm-hmm. he said, as the refreshment of choice, it can be beer. He said, because there's nothing saying that you can't do, you can do exercise. And then if you want to rehydrate with Powerade, knock yourself out, Tiger. If water's your thing, yeah. do it. If you want to crunch six cans in 35 minutes, <laughs> that's your prerogative. And that's what we right. did. And it was unreal. Unfortunately, I drove there. That was stupid. So I had to walk. Home. <laughs> well, that's thank you because um, I, I, I wasn't sure whether I was covered legal. So I'm going to just bring a couple of like tennis balls, soccer ball, a hockey stick on go. my next yeah. drunken walk down Bridge Road just to cover myself. There you go. One ping pong ball should do it. Just in the in the pocket. <laughs> oh, another an, another sign from home. Another sign. There from we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know what? So this is this is what I've been doing at night as well. So, like, in my head, I'm trying to distract myself, but also what I'm doing is driving myself crazy because we can't go back to Thailand or anything. I'm watching – I've been very much known on this show to watch a lot of Thailand webcams. No, not those sort of webcams. <laughs> webcams where they're just outside of venues. I'm just watching people walk down the street. I'm watching people eat at restaurants. I'm, I'm, I'm voyeuristically just watching people enjoy themselves. Again, not in that way just living normal life in Thailand. So, um, Cause they're because they're back, right? They've, they've reopened like in the well, last this, month. Well, this is the thing. There's been nothing to watch for a long, long time. Been nothing at all to watch. It's just like in tourist towns, there's nothing going on. You're just watching, um, you know, it's like American beauty. It's like Thailand beauty, plastic bags floating down the street. That's all you're watching. So, <laughs> so I've, I've and given you're Kevin up. Spacey, not so much in the film, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking at young girls from the school. Um, yeah. So, rose petals the whole lot. Um, so, I'm, I'm not watching. I've given up on the webcams, right? So, I'm now watching. Weirdly, I'm now a fan of vlogs. I'm now watching people over in Thailand recording vlogs. I now get at why people listen to this show. They're into podcasts. I'm now into vlogs. It's fucking pathetic. But anyway, I'm into it. So I've been counting because this is the hierarchy. People say to you, people make fun of doing a podcast. It's like, what a lame thing to do. And you're like, what's the thing below podcasts that I can shit yeah, on? How, and the answer yeah. is, there's only one, vlogs. Yeah. How can I yeah. punch down today? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what are the vlogs so, about? Like, what are they? It's, it's, people, it's people that are stuck or have chosen to be stuck in Thailand and they're just sort of doing laps around Thailand going, check it out, this is really good. If you guys could travel, you should be here now because there's no tourists here. <laughs> Fuck, this is great fun. Great. This is so good. Right. The beaches are so clean. This is the best. And you know why it's the best? Because you're not here. Yeah. So that's, that's them the entire time. Isn't so, the great, it's the, angle. It's cool. the great irony of tourism is that, you know what kills tourism? Tourists. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know, yeah. that's... That's tourism kills tourism, but it's, I can yeah. imagine that Thailand would basically be like going to Disneyland on a day where only this, you know, like 
there's uh, the the park's kids or something like that are allowed to attend it, and it's yeah. just like yes. there's no queues, no everything's lines. still open, yes. no Absolutely. lines. Cartman, when Cartman buys the theme park in South Park, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That episode yeah. And 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 Goofy's Goofy's lowering his prices for hand jobs because there's no there's no business around, you know. Exactly the same deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to explore Merrick's idea of Disneyland doing a kid-free day where they ban children from the park. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Our entire business is based around you and your dreams, but not today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be this honest. Just the joyous us. laughter and smiles just get in the way of the adults having a good time. So we're kicking the rugrats out, and now it's yeah. time for the over forties to have a good time. But don't you like the, it's like those it's like those it's like those shows when the Wiggles go, "No kids, this is just for the grown-ups." You go, "Okay, weird, but sure, okay, all right, no worries." <laughs> but surely we've all been to like a, a water slide park or something like that, right? Where you you you're an older gentleman, you just go, it's, "You still it's still exhilarating, still great fun to go on water slides." But you mm. see kids at the water slides and you just go, you are ruining my time yeah. here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Mate, Let's if you it. haven't got your goggles, if you don't know that you're not allowed to wear goggles on the slide, mate, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. You know, mate, yeah. it's, everyone knows no goggles on the slides. So what are you doing, mate? Oh, you're seven. You're seven. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been asked yeah. to leave well, a few of these parks. <laughs> I've, I've, so I've been watching these vlogs and, and, and the news has been going around. They've, they've opened up Phuket, they've opened up Samui and there's been a big countdown. And so I'm, I'm treating this as my like treat at the end of the day. Everyone goes to bed at night. Either I go out on my, on my um, backpack drunken walk or I sit at home and I, ch- I – and it's like, you know, it's like um, Mama wants to watch her programs, her stories or whatever. That's me now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. At 11, from this 11 your, till this, 12. This is your telenovela. Yeah. From, from 11 till 12, I'm watching my Thailand version of Young and the Restless. That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. catching up on my stories. <laughs> I'm watching the vlogs and I'm counting down the days where – People are putting up vlogs going, oh, it's only this many days to go until um, Samui's, Coast Samui's open. I'm like, oh, wow, imagine. And they're like building up to it and whatever. And so the other night, I was literally like. Now there's no, I love how there's no in between. It gets to 5 p.m. It's like, what shall I do tonight? Shall I drink in the street or shall I watch a webcam? Yeah. <laughs> These are the only two Over options. These TV. are the only two things. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's like me living in the country as a kid again. It's either Channel Six or Channel Eight. That's your two options on TV. That's all the ribs. Ballarat or Bendigo TV. So I get to eleven o'clock and I'm I'm counting down the days and and, and the vlogs are counting down the days. It, it's three days to go until Kosamui is open. It's two days to go until Kosamui is open. And then I'm and then I'm like getting to the day. I'm going. Oh, which one of my vloggers should I watch for the big celebration? You know, which one's right. going to have the exclusive? Oh. Which Who's one's going to have the best, the real celebration for the coverage of it? Yep. Are the vlogs presumably from the way you've painted them? They the vlogs are off it. They they don't want it to reopen because they're well, they're, 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 they're going. It's like great because well, it's not crowded. Yes, but they're like us. They're like podcasters in terms of they need content. There's only so many days in the last five months where they can go, well, let's check out what coconuts taste like today. Yeah. Oh, fuck, we did that one this day and the day before. Ding <laughs> <laughs> Chang, what do you prefer? Fuck, we've done that one yesterday as well with the coconuts. Right, so right. They're yep. looking for content. Things are open. They're like, great. So I'm like literally the like – the night that, that they open, I'm literally saying to my wife and child, hey, why don't you guys get into bed early tonight? You know, there's not much on tonight. You might as well. You've had your dinner. You've had your bars. 
get into bed. Daddy needs to, oh, daddy just wants to chill out by himself tonight. You know, I'm like, I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch the scoop tonight. Saying to a two and a half year old, why don't you go to bed early tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you crawl in before this normal 6 p.m. bedtime? Why don't you wrap it up about 4.30 today? There's big bags under your eyes, two and a half year old. I think you should should hit the hay. You've had a big one today. Hey, do do any, I, I have only gotten like ironically into vlogging once because they're forever feuding with each other, these people. And, and have you have have yours had any? They're always getting in blues where there's like, uh, there was one, there was an Australian one whose name was, uh, her name was Freely the Banana Girl. Have you are you familiar with this person? Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. Unless no, she, unless I'm she, logging um, in right now because yeah, that yeah. assault yeah. me. It's, it's, um, unless she was in PP Island, I'm not really familiar with her work. Yeah. <laughs> so what she, well, she may well actually because she, she's always in these tropical areas, and she's this woman who, um, she became vegan or something, and that's her whole identity. Well, this was this was years ago. Her whole identity is that. And what she'd do is she'd do these videos where she'd just show you how much fruit she's eaten that day. And it was always these, like, I've had nine pineapples. Like, she'd always eat this, like, insane amount of fruit. <laughs> and and, and it, she'd film it, and it would look like... You know, at the beginning of Biggest Loser, where they make them eat like just so much food, and there's this sweeping shot of this disgusting buffet with like cheese fountains and Mars bars. It was like that, but for fruit. And then she'd go out, and she was dating this um, cyclist, and they had this big falling out. And he also had a YouTube channel, and there was months where all they'd be doing is setting the record straight on something the other one. Listen. <laughs> Why would I say that to Freely? I'm in love already, like, and all this stuff, right. and they'd have all these fights, and it, it was it was the best thing ever because they were both two complete insane people. So I want to know. I'm into the vlog fights. These guys are more. Um, they're stuck. They're basically stuck on the in the same couple of islands together. So they're like constantly running into each other. Like they're <laughs> all they're doing selfies on beaches, going, "Look at this sunset," and then you'll literally see. Another couple of vloggers in the background doing the same shot. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! It's like the Marvel movies. They're setting up one of them in the in the other one, and then it's yeah, like yeah. you see them the all. Thailand vlog universe. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. is this sunset canon? Wait, TV, well, you, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you what you see a lot of them, and you and they do tend to they they, they do inevitably hang out together because they're sort of like. Well, we don't really know. There's no other tourists. There's only people who actually were born and live here and we don't speak the language. So I guess we're hanging out with the only other people on the island that speak English and they have the same hobbies and have spare batteries on them that could probably (laughs) come in useful. So you do watch and there is a bit of tension. There There will be a little bit of like there'll be someone filming something and someone will go, oh, you're going to use that lens, are you? And it's like. Yeah, it's a bit of thinly veiled sort of professional jealousy and rivalry and whatever. So right. I'm I'm watching all, all of that sort of stuff. And so they're counting down the days and I go, you know what? I'm gonna the go with this. Countdown's like the Avengers Endgame of the Thailand yeah. Vlogger universe. They go for three hours and, and one of them dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you like I know this sounds like a dumb question, but like when you, you just said it then, Tommy, like what is what is the end game for these people? Like do you know what I mean? Like to, is is the end game that you, you do a vlog do they make money from it? Are they able to make enough money from I, the vlogs? 
I believe they do. So what? what from what I've yeah, no, they just want people like, to know about the country called Thailand. They're like, someone's got to. We got to tell someone about this. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be yeah, a part I'm, of this movement. They're, they're, they're like as if Hogs had a thrown a sh- shrimp on the barbie for like no money at all. He's just outside the opera house cooking <laughs> seafood for fucking no cash anyway. Same deal. But yeah. do they make money, Carl? Um, is it is it you know they're able to sustain a living from it? Yeah. Yeah, so I think from the look of it, between like if they get enough hits on YouTube, they they get enough advertising. And look, I'm I'm fast falling through a lot of I'm skipping a lot of ads. So I hope they're getting fucking paid because it'll be right on the verge of them, you know, um, trying a fucking kiwi fruit or whatever the fuck. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh wow, this will be great. A different fruit they're going to eat this week. And then I get an ad for Squarespace. I'm like, fuck. Now I'm going to have to wait 10 seconds to figure out if the fruit's any good or not. Yeah, all of a sudden you're seeing an angry whopper from Hungry Jack's while you're watching the meat kiwi fruit. <laughs> yeah. What's great yeah. is that you already know the flavour of that fruit, but you're waiting to see what they think of that fruit, and they've oh, already absolutely. eaten it. <laughs> I've been to all the places, Merrick, they're going to. I've been to all the places, and I'm still waiting to see what they think about it. Yeah, for sure. Where, where, where are the vloggers from? There's Canadians, there's English, there's um, Americans. There's, pe- there's literally vloggers I fucking hate that I'm watching every day. I'm sitting there, <laughs> I hate watching them. I'm, 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 I'm hitting up other people going, are you catching this cunt? I fucking hate this guy. Oh, hang on, there's a new, a new one popped up. I've got to watch it. Sorry, I'll talk to you later. Um, so, how, yeah. how many of them are white guys with dreadlocks? Oh, no, there's no, there's no dreadlocks, actually. Well, yeah, can, you, can you give us, a, give us like a profile? Like, I mean, it's awful profiling people, but I think it's okay when you do vloggers. Give us like a, you know, a stereotypical profile of one of these vloggers. Um, yeah, what age, roughly? They're, oh, they're, they're mid, mid-30s. They're, they're okay. roughly all mid-30s. Yep. Um, they, they haven't had a proper job for quite a while. Oh, yeah. um, Bit rich coming from yeah, the four of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, hang on. You know what? How about I just describe me and Tommy, and then you, we just pretend we're in Thailand because that's right. the profile. Yeah. Because yeah. what I love seeing when you were saying before, do they make money off it? I When I was going to Europe two years ago, I was like looking up some of the areas I kind of wanted to go to just on YouTube to find like kind of video stuff of it. And you always stumble across the people that aren't doing vlogging as a job, but they've decided that they will be able to one day. So to get a start, you've just got to like go on a trip and film yourself walking around, you know, Paris or wherever and seeing these videos that have like a hundred views and the person is sort of doing it as an audition tape thinking this will take off. And then one day in about a year's time, I'll be being paid to go to these places, but you're watching it and it's like the camera's just pointed at the ground. The person is an absolute vacuum of charisma and they've just got like one video on their channel. Like it's never taken off. They've (laughs) flown to Paris with the express purpose of launching the vlog career and it's just never happened for them. It's such a low bar too. I'm subscribing to a new one at the moment where because I'm watching these pro vloggers and they're doing a good job and I understand. You're like committing so hard. (laughs) I understand. I've learned how to vlog through these guys. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like the guys I hate, I go, I hate you, but I I respect your art. I I understand what you're doing and I 
appreciate I it. hate your you're, personality, you're but I like the shit. places that you're visiting. Yeah. Is that it? I wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire, but I'm, I'm a fan of your cinematography. So you're so, a real yeah, separate that's... the art from the artist kind of a guy. You, 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 you'd go and see Bill Cosby. Love, love Cosby stand-up. Big fan <laughs> of Cosby stand-up, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't piss if you were, if you were on fire, but I would watch the video on your channel of you being yes. pissed on while you're on yes. fire. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm now subscribing to people that are not, not only I hate, but their vlogs are terrible as well. Just so I'm watching them just going, what the fuck is this cunt thinking? Like, this is insane. Um, so I, I, I saw that it happened like a week ago or so. Kosamui opened up and I'm like, right, I'm going to watch the grand uh, unveiling, the grand opening. And um, they threw this big party beach on Joint Beach in Kosanui, literally the beach that we had our podcast festival on three, three years in a row. Mm. And so I'm watching that and I'm like, you know, it, it, it's sort of a bit nice as well. I'm watching this huge party with all these like hundreds of people and whatever on the beach. I'm going, fuck yeah, this is like us, you know, two years ago, three years ago, whatever this. And, and, and this guy's vlogging all the way through. They've got a tourism minister there. They've got um, fire twirlers. They're drinking on the beach. So I'm like, oh man. And, and, you know, it's that little hint of, of going, oh, it's, we're getting back to normal. We're getting closer to me going back there. And, and this guy's like, you know, doing interviews on the beach. And as he's doing the interviews, I'm, I'm sort of going, okay, this is all getting a bit samey. This is all getting a bit, you know, you, you're interviewing a lot of people that work for these resorts. And it goes on for ages and it gets to the end and the guy sums it up and he goes, yeah, this has been a great reopening. It's been awesome. I mean, look, it's let down slightly by the fact that only six people flew into Koh Samui today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was it was Scott Morrison and his family. It was, <laughs> and there was there was this huge party. They were all ringing. They were all crisis actors. They were, oh, <laughs> wow! They were all people from the resorts that worked Seat there. fillers. There hundreds of people. Yes, there was hundreds of people Fuck. on the beach having this party. And I just I, all I could think of was like you know when you walk down the street in Thailand and you just constantly badgered. Just these poor six people walking down the street and just hundreds yeah. of oh, sellers yeah, and yeah, tailors yeah. going, come on, come on in. Come oh, on in. man, they must walk down the street looking like a fishing vessel with birds, you know, flying behind it. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys with Rolex watches and yeah. <laughs> fake T-shirts. You thought you got hassled in, in Bali and Thailand before. You thought you got hassled then. You've now got thousands of people tearing limb from limb, these six tourists going, no, you need Barracuda. No, you need a tuxedo. No, yeah. you need some Beats headphones. Leaving, yeah, leaving with like 87 hangover DVDs because you just get <laughs> too polite. So it's just like, it, this sounds like the plane's touching down and they're like, okay, please welcome to Thailand. Our first visit is in a couple of years. Veruca Salt, Augustus Gloop, yeah. Charlie Bucket and his grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't you love to see the char- the cast of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory dancing awkwardly to boom, 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 let's go back to my <laughs> just at some just <laughs> Thai nightclub. Yeah, yeah. Mike TV doing a big bucket full of cocktail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Augustus Gloop getting stuck in the fucking tank that's got the lobsters in it out the back of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, did that? Did it? Did did you get to see the six people who turned up? Did they look particularly stoked? Or no, they just I like, think they'd gone to bed early. To be honest, no, they, they hadn't, bro. <laughs> they you, weren't even there. No, they. Yeah. You know, they were a hundred percent German sex tourists. They had ponytails yeah, and they yeah. Birkenstocks, right. and they were hitting the clubs. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have this same thing, but we're, you know, we're, we're so far away from having had any international travel. And my, my version of uh, Carl's Thailand is Japan. I, um, I've been to Japan a number of times. It's the first place I want to go when things reopen. And I don't know if you guys have had this, but you're starting to – the place that you're really busting to go when things reopen – I'm starting to like romanticize even just like the not very good times I've had in that country. Have you guys had any of that where you just like every Man. memory feels great now, even like I, the best stuff? I've, I've talked about this on, on the show before, but the smell of Thailand is an open sewer. And so whenever yeah. I go past like a sewage farm here or, or someone's <laughs> left chicken out in the sun, I smell it and go, oh, <laughs> I can't wait to go back there. What is this Trigger. life? What is this picture you're painting for us? I'm walking around the streets with beers in my yeah. backpack and I'm telling my, yeah. putting my kid to sleep so I can watch some person I hate talk about a place that I know better than <laughs> him. And then if I get time, I'll, I'll drive past a sewerage plant to reminisce a little. Yeah. <laughs> You're not past good. the sewage plant, open my beer on the side of it. <laughs> yes, yep. absolutely. But Merrick, what's that? Do you have a place like that for you where you're, uh, where you're kind of dying to go when, when you can? Oh, look, uh, Canberra um, would be great. Um, uh, yeah, look, I mean, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to go back to Vietnam. I love Vietnam. Vietnam is, yeah, it's that's a, that's a great sick. country. I'd love to. We're supposed to go yep. to Japan last year because my kids speak Japanese because they're intelligent, unlike me. Um, but that obviously got cancelled. So, but I, mm-hmm. for me, it'd be Vietnam. I love Vietnam. I love any country. That says, you know what? Let's get seven people, two chickens, a pig, and a goat, and put them all on one scooter, and I'll smoke without a helmet on. <laughs> that's, do you know what I mean? That's like it's that's proper freedom. Yep. How's it like? You know, that's the thing I love about Vietnam is it's a communist country, and yet it's got greater freedoms than we do in Australia. It's like, what the yep. fuck did we fight for? Why did we not yeah. just join that? <laughs> we should have gone over there and joined them. Be careful. Be, be, be careful with the F word with the freedom. As soon as anyone starts talking about freedoms, I'm like, man, are we on a march at the moment? What's going on? Like, is yeah, there a better yeah. way, a better word you can use than yeah, freedoms yeah, at the yeah. moment? Has America, bit, has America got the me. comedy Zoom virtual background just to mask the fire twirler and the horse that's behind him at the moment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, I don't do that. I'm, I'm double vaxxed. I've had the Pfizer. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm all for it. Well, I think you're going to nice start to see that. Yeah. You're starting to have those interesting conversations, and I'm seeing them now with, you know, groups of um, friends with my, my wife and I. Let's, let's actually, let's be honest, it's her friends. Um, that are starting to <laughs> started to send around a whole lot of anti-vax um, oh. information that they found. Guess nice. what they found it? Guess what they found it? You'll never believe this, right? I didn't know. <laughs> you know, you can, no, seriously, you can find this stuff now on the internet. And, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so okay. well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you, put it up if it wasn't true. Well, that's it. That's what I said. And I said, I think, I think they've got a pretty good case there. I mean, the fact that there has been trillions of dollars spent on market, on, on research and, and, um, scientific investment. But I didn't know that you could just actually find the real answers by typing yeah. into your machine at home. Um, yeah. so there's, there's going, there is absolutely going to be a division. I, you know, I kind of understand that people are not going to get vaccinated. If you're not going to get vaccinated, I don't care. Don't get vaccinated. Yeah. I really don't give a yeah. shit. I personally don't want to die from coronavirus because it kills people. It's killing one person yeah. a day at the moment in Australia. <laughs> I copped. I copped my first one of them last night. I didn't think it would. Uh, it was going to happen. But I copped a uni, an old uni friend of mine, 
sent me a link to a podcast, Yuck, to start with, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And then uh, he's going, and then he sent me a message going, I think you really should listen to this. I'm like, mate, oh. what is it? I'm not going to listen to it. And he goes, I think it would be really um, helpful and it would open your eyes and then we should have a really long discussion about it. I'm like, mate, wh- what is it? And he's like, it, it, look, you're going to call me an anti-vaxxer, but it's, uh, it's oh. a podcast about how the vaccine is good. I'm like, that's literally anti-vaccine. Yeah. And yeah, look, yeah. very bad timing for this bloke because he texted me all this information as I was walking down the street with a dozen bottles of beer in my backpack or considerably right. less than that by this point. That's it was a really... 10 beers down, this is the wrong time to send me Andy Baxter. So he got an absolute fucking tirade back at him. But, but look, yeah. how, look how that, sad the world has become now that, you know, people are starting to try and push this kind of gear onto you, whether you're into it or not, right? When only a few years ago, your biggest worry was somebody trying to push the secret your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've sent you this link to a thing. I should, what is it? Oh, it's a secret. Is it the secret? Yeah. Yes, it's the yeah. secret. Well, it's not a secret then, is it? Remember when we were worried about people who read the game? Fucking hell. Yeah. That, was, that was a charm. I still think we should be worried about those people. I think there's yeah, still, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still something when to worry the, about. Yeah, when the worst thing that you'd open from a relative was like, yeah, uh, uh, an email chain that was like, send this to 15 people. Or you, you know, you might you'll die at midnight, oh, and you'd be like, right. "Oh, I can't, I can't believe they really believe this." But at the end of the day, the only thing at stake there is just, well, they're an idiot. It's not like yeah. Yeah. they're yeah. definitely going to die. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. If I don't afford this, my nan will die at a nursing home. The stakes become a lot yeah, yeah. higher there, don't they? <laughs> yeah, there was not there was none of those spam that was ever like, if you don't afford this, on you're going to end up on a ventilator. It was, it was just straight death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love to see one of Carl's favourite uh, Thai vloggers turn anti-vax and that, and that be the thing where it's like, okay, I'm listening. You know what? You, you know what? I've, I haven't yet turned into the person who gets in the comments. But that's that's when the debut of Chandler that's in the comments. I, that's coming. Yeah. I like the yeah. I like the idea that the thing, all of the heinous shit you've been looking at on the internet for the last twenty years, the thing that's going to radicalise you is some prick with a GoPro who wants to try kickboxing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Some some bloke that stops talking about crab fishing and starts talking about the virus. I'm like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. back yeah. into the, into catching a barracuda. You know what? There was there was a great um, there was a great kind of, uh, uh, I suppose it was a, a moment the other day where I was, I, where it was somebody, you know, telling me an anti-vax movement had a crack at me on Instagram anyway. And uh, what had happened is it was a result because I'd done some training and I was wearing an altitude mask, right, which replicates altitude. You just put it on. It's like a, a, a mask and it mm-hmm. sets it to an altitude. So I set it to, say, 2,000 meters, right? And it just makes you work a little bit harder. It makes your lungs work a little bit harder when you're exercising. Anyway, so I had a photo, I put it on Instagram, and this guy uh, hit me up in, in the comments. He goes, why don't, and I said, oh, and I said in the comments, I said, oh, I've, been, uh, I've been training a little bit differently. I've been using an altitude mask to replicate uh, 2,000 meters altitude, blah, 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 like literally in the first sentence. And this guy comes on and he just goes, oh, sheeple, I can't believe a grown man um, <laughs> is wearing a face diaper, a face diaper. That's great. Nice. Uh, why Not don't bad. you... Why don't you take the time to look up some information and blah, 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 and like getting stuck into me about not knowing and opening my eyes and stuff. And I just wrote back and said, mate, for somebody who is all about finding the detail and stuff, you missed 
the first part <laughs> in the first sentence. Like you're all about yeah. reading into and finding more information, and yet it literally states in the first sentence, "This is an altitude mask. It's not. <laughs> it's not an anti-vax. It's not a, a you know yeah. um, a COVID mask." Can- but it's just amazing that people like. Yeah, you know, they're so reactive that they just—he just goes, "I'm just—I found an opportunity. That guy's wearing a mask. I'm going to nail yeah. him by not reading just, any of this stuff, just, and then just comment on it, thinking what it is." Now, Merrick's trolling if, the internet for masks. Just—he just found Batman just, and gone, "You're a cunt, <laughs> you know, Spider-Man. You're a cunt, Bane. Bane, the worst. Yeah. Bane is the worst." Now, um, if we can just shift the focus to this ridic- ridiculous mask that you've bought. How much did you spend? And I need you to be honest. I need you to be 100% honest. How much money did you spend on the mask? This pause is juicy. How much did you spend on a mask to make you, weirdly enough, Breathe worse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. From breathing properly. I was going to say, I don't want to catch COVID. I might wear this mask that simulates my lungs not working properly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, you feel it too. You just go, why am I doing right. this? It's not yeah. It's not comfortable. But it does make um, people in the community scared of you, mainly dogs. Um, but I reckon I actually I found it online um, and it was about, I think it was about, 80 bucks or something like that. So it's actually not okay. that bad, Dools, because I know. I'm looking this up. I'm calling fake paid, news on that. I would have paid upward of $900. I would have paid upward of $900. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> the, first, you, the first ad I'd seen was for $1,000 reduced to 920 Bang. Right, boom. You are the boom. lifeblood of so many bone. stupid gadgets. Like you're the lifeblood of the industry where they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like there's people like Merrick Watts. We'll be able to sell, like we'll, we'll definitely break even at the worst case. Yeah. Can you run us through some of the shit gadgets that you've bought just in the last 12 months? Because I know, oh, I know, last- I know that the, if there's some guy that goes, "This is a new bottle opener that can aerate your wine. It costs you, th- it costs you three hundred dollars." America go, "Well, it's only three hundred yeah. bucks. I should get." Uh, oh. What's the most expensive bottle opener you've got? Uh, but does, like, the, does, I, the, I, does, the, does the head of them tell have live in a gated community because of you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I put, I've been buying stuff off Demtel from the days when it was it was just on television, and you'd ring up. I remember very, very clearly. I was sitting at home, hungover, when I was working at Triple J. So this is like twenty years ago, and an ad came on. I was living in a, a um, no bedroom apartment in Newtown in Sydney, so just like a loft apartment, tiny little thing, and an ad came on Demtel. For a drill set, <laughs> and I just went, I'm, I'm getting that because I'm not a dickhead. Look at that. That that was three hundred dollars, and today it's it's sixty five. What what am I a moron? I'm gonna buy that. So I bought it. Guess what? I didn't have <laughs> a drill. <laughs> not even kidding. I'm not even joking. I bought the drill set. I bought the drill set with the intent to buy a drill. Do you know how much longer I bought it? I was living in an apartment. What was I drilling? There was nothing to drill. I had a drill set. Still to this day, I have got that drill set. I use it all the time. Yeah, great. You know, they never name the, like, the, you know, if someone in the community has the coronavirus, they never, like, name them in the press. But if I see in Sydney there's, like, a list of exposure sites and it's just a visit to the sharper image every day for a week, I'm going to know Merrick's gotten the virus. I am the virus. Merrick, can I can I ask this? Because someone told me this a while back. You, you're into your training. You were on the show, the SAS Australia, where celebrities um, got on and um, yeah, trained yeah. with the with the big boys. Now, you, I, I would assume, 
um, that you were the most into it. You're, this is your thing. You, you, you treat your body like a temple. You're apart from wine's day, obviously. Um, yeah. But you, you, you were the most serious about it. You train really well. Now, I, I just want to know if this is true. What I heard, I, and I didn't make, I couldn't make any sense of it. But I love the story, which is why I want to bring it up and confirm it with you. Someone said to me, oh, yeah, did you hear about Merrick? He's training really hard for this SAS thing, getting ready for it. I was like, oh, what, what does that mean? How do you train for it? And the person said, um, um, he's getting his kids to lock him in a cupboard. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, I don't know how that trains you for anything. I don't know how that improves you. I, 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 and I, but I love the image of just you saying, Daniel, Jennifer, can you whack me in the larder and lock it? This is helping. Me wait, 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 wait. Do we want this confirmed? I'm so happy thinking this is real. I don't. I don't know yeah, if I necessarily yeah. want. Uh, yeah. Tell right. us. Let's let's have it. Let's have a show of hands, right? And I'll, t- I'll be completely honest with you. Show of hands now. Out of the three of you, who believes that I locked myself in a cupboard for training for SAS? Not you. Thinks Your that, kids at, locked you. Well, okay. You uh, that I was, at any stage, I was locked in a cupboard uh, for training for SAS Australia. Uh, and who? 100%. Comedy <laughs> urban myth. I I am the Fox Mulder of dumb cunts. I want to believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I you, put my hand up. I'm up. I think you got this as advice from your close personal friend Ben Robert Smith. And apparently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? Didn't you think it was weird when when you signed the contract? He goes, "You should bury that. Just keep it safe yeah, yeah. in the backyard." <laughs> and and the contract was on someone's leg as well. That was slightly weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, I will confirm that 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 is partially true. Oh it's yes, okay. Thank you. Okay. The, the, the only the only thing that's not true about it is that the, my kids locked me in there. This is this is the, the the incident right that we we know about in my house and in my family, uh, and I, it's not really publicly known for obvious reasons. But so what happened is when I was training, I knew that I was going to have to endure um, torture, physical deprivation, right, physical and mental deprivation. So I thought rather than wait for it to happen on the show, I'll, I'll just do it to myself. Come on our podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 so I rang you guys. You guys had somebody else booked. Uh, Durook was in. I went, all right, I'll, I'll wait. Um, so then uh, I, I found this uh, track, this music, Track. It's an audio track that they use to literally torture people in Guantanamo Bay. Is it Carl's and duck sandwich uh, bit? Is that it? Because <laughs> oh, no. this is where you, this is where your triple M training came in useful, obviously. The- yeah, correct, <laughs> correct. It's just Nickelback. It's just yeah, into Nickelback. So I got the audio and I made a loop, and it's like really pretty horrific stuff. It's like you know chainsaws and screaming and dogs barking and, and babies crying. It's really quite discombobulating. So I got that. I got that track ready. Then one night at around about uh, probably maybe one o'clock in the morning or something like that, I woke up, got out of bed, um, stripped down to just my underpants. It was in the middle of winter. It was cold. Uh, and I went into a storage cupboard in the garage and uh, just in my undies and the mask, the, the mask, oh, the altitude mask. Nice. Yes. Wow. Yep. 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 <laughs> to restrict, to restrict the amount of airflow to make it breathing harder. Cause I knew that would be a part of it as well. 
Uh, yep. It was pitch black, and then I put on headphones and I listened to this this music, and I put myself in stress position. So uh, buckled over my knees, arms against the wall, all the exactly the same stress positions they use to in Guantanamo Bay to um, uh, interrogate prisoners. And I did this. And you're in your storage cupboard, so you're next to your eight foot tall fiberglass statue of the Predator and your massage chair. And your, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and bar and, fridge. And, and so many pictures of Rosso just right behind me, just going, just, yeah. just, to, just to really bring yeah. on the fear. And um, yeah. so I'm, I'm there. And what's happened in this is, this is maybe where the kids' thing comes in. I don't know. But what happened is that in the middle of the night, Georgie, my wife, wakes up and just goes, All right, where is he? And gets up and can't find me. She's gone all around the house. She can't. She starts to get a bit worried. She's gone. Oh, maybe he's gone for so a pack march at the in the middle of the night. Checks. So you haven't told her. No. You haven't told her that. You haven't warned her that this is what's going to happen. No. Why would I? How do you bring it why up as well? <laughs> hey, 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 honey, honey, don't don't get up. I'm just going to go and torture myself in the garage. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. The follow ups. I too much. I honestly, Dools, I just thought it was unnecessary yeah. detail. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, don't stress. Don't stress if you see me missing because I'm only probably dead. So don't, yeah. I don't want you to worry a pretty little head about this. So she, she gets up. She's looked all around the house, like everywhere, looked in the kids' bedrooms, thought I might have just gone in and seen the kids and fallen asleep or something like that. Can't find me. Starts to get a bit worried. Looks, goes to check all my gear. I, I, think, she, I think she rang me to see if you'd gone on a walk with me to poli- uh, polish off a, a dozen beers. But no, yeah, that's, no. Well, that's pretty much what I was doing. I was at home watching vlogs by then. I was well gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so I, I, uh, so then anyway, I was in the cupboard and uh, <laughs> in the storage cupboard, <laughs> and it's now like one a.m. and George is getting panicky and she goes into the garage and for some reason she just comes up to the door and just thinks this is literally the last place I've I've looked. And she opens it up and it's... Merrick's always in the last place you look. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> and I, I'm there. <laughs> Like virtually nude with a restrictor mask on, an altitude mask on, um, headphones on with my hands in a pressure situation against the wall and I'm buckled over on cold concrete on my knees. And Georgie opens the door and she just goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I just turned around and said, go away, I'm training. <laughs> I, do you know what the funny hey, thing I, is, is? Is that is the exact way they say you should prepare for Husey. We have a problem as well. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can I ask, Merrick, did you doing that, did you get into the show, SAS Australia? Did that come in useful in any way at all? <laughs> I'm not joking. 100% it did. It actually, it completely saved me. So what happened is the very, very last day. For the uh, Logies. Day, it helped him, it helped him yeah. for the Logies. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. I was on the red carpet and I was about to be interviewed by Richard Wilkins and I went, go to your happy place. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, think about the mask. Think about the mask. Think about the mask. <laughs> Just, I, um, when we were when we were on the show, we were captured and we were we went into interrogation and all that stuff played out. And they hooded us; they put a hood over to restrict the breathing. Uh, we were all blacked out. It was freezing cold. It was only four degrees there, and we were being tortured. It was and people break like they just go. It's and understandable too. But um, I was there for six hours in interrogation, and at no stage did it, did it bother me. I've got to be honest because wow. I've done that training. Isn't there a, well, the funny thing is they put the headphones on. On us, like we're you, you, you're tied up, like you're literally chained to a wall in a freezing cold room on your knees, and it's super uncomfortable, and you're in pain. And 
Then they put the headphones on and what comes on is the exact soundtrack that I had made for myself and trained for myself. So oh, I'd, listened to, wow. I'd listened to it so many times that when it came on, it was familiar, not frightening. And I was just like, yeah. I got this, but, and that was it. But you're the, you're, but this is this is being done to celebrities. Like you're the you're the one freak that's prepared himself. Like what about Anthony Collier and, and Jeannie Little and whatever whoever <laughs> else was getting like tortured? Surely they just lost their minds straight away. Look, I turned around to Dawn Fraser. I said, "Hey, you going, Dawn?" And she, <laughs> and she said, "I'm smashing this, Watsy. We're home." <laughs> I, I pictured I pictured you doing all this training and then you get there and they're like, yeah, Merrick, drop and give me 20 push-ups. And it's like, that, that's about as hard as you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, like, it's and and, and it's Wilbur Wilde is like, no, nah, not for me. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we, this is another thing that we heard about you recently, Merrick. It's like that that what you just did, what you, that story you told is very harebrained. Very intense, in in many ways, a very kind of insane thing to attempt to do. Oh, but yeah. we heard about something that rivals that. Did you try and start up a union for comedians once upon a oh, time? Oh yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, nah, I never, I never, I never, never tried to set up anything. Um, but no, I do, I I do strongly believe that it is strange that we're not unionized. I've, I've said, I was talking to somebody about this recently. If you look at all the arts, right? There's a jazz musicians union. Jazz <laughs> Musicians <laughs> Union. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Scooby Doo Da Forty Two. That's the name of their uh, group, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, their, that's their click. There's every pretty much every arts um, subdivision has got a, a union, except for comedy. Comedy has no union, and I, I think that one day, if we were to unionize ourselves, we would be all better off. I think it would be amazing for the, for the industry. Um, because mm. comedians are not unionized and it's mad. Like I said, musicians have unions. Um, yes. you know, everyone but, does everyone, but we don't have one. Comedians are the biggest scabs of all time as well. They're going to cross the line. <laughs> it's right. Like if someone, someone, if someone, if someone, if someone says, I can't believe this. I did a gig the other night. I had to do 20 minutes to 2000 people. They only paid me 50 bucks. The person listening to that goes, oh, my God, I can't believe that, gets on the phone and goes, I'll do it for 40. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. not going to get a union. Yeah, yeah. That's that the other reason why. That's the only reason why we don't have a union is because we, we don't yeah. have any solidarity. We, we undercut yeah. ourselves. You're spot on. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. But imagine, yeah. here's the thing that, like, I noted this about, I don't know, five or ten years ago, something like that. But, you know, when I was uh, 21 and I first started doing comedy, the, uh, the, the, the wage that you would get to go and do a spot uh, – he was about just say for argument's sake, it was a hundred bucks, right? And pot was twenty five dollars a gram. Twenty five <laughs> years on, those two things are still consistently the same. The money wow. for marijuana and the the wages paid to comedians in in comedy rooms is pretty much the same. That's probably the issue. It's like, what are you spending the hundred bucks on? Yeah, yeah. And can you tell us who pays hundred dollars a spot? Because can, can we get some gigs? <laughs> yes, I'll do it for ninety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it for seventy and wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when we yeah. hear that the uh, when we hear that the Thai vloggers have unionized themselves, I think that's when comedy will go. All right, this is absurd. Now we need to fucking yeah. sort this. But out. who's going to yeah. be our and, spokesperson? Who is going to be on the executive? Because I don't want some prick with an arrow through his head representing me at the boardroom table, yeah. if you know. Yeah. <laughs> or worse, yeah. still, or worse, somebody who does comedy magic. No uh, thanks. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. What you say about the scabs is very true, Carl. You'd be standing there, you'd be looking at the pickup line, and it'd be impossible to tell. It's like which side is the good side? Like there's <laughs> there's yeah. there's an equal number of people on either side. Where do we go? Yeah. yeah. We we were we were spe- someone asked that. We, the reason that came up is because we were talking about it on a, a bonus Patreon episode that we do, and we have a little segment on there at the moment where we try and pick which comedians vote right wing. And someone suggested someone just popped your name up, and we went. It cannot be Merrick Watts because he tried to organise a union. You cannot be right wing and organise <laughs> yeah. a, a union for comedians. Yeah, I don't know. My my mum's from Broken Hill, which is where the union started. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, look, I, I think don't you guys think it'd be great? Like, I mean, you could have standardised wages and people could, you know, go knowing sure. they're going to earn some money. Yeah, rooting Pammy would be great. Heaps of things would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Go and lock yourself in a cupboard, Tommy. I'll undercut you ten bucks to root Tommy as well. Again. Yeah. Also, have you noticed how uncomfortable this is making Carl, who is the wealthy industrialist of this conversation, while we're his little oh, workers? No, absolutely not. Not at all. Not at all. Do not. Do not say that about me. Absolutely. He's just, not. Wait, he's just <laughs> waiting for his kid to get old enough to be able to make sneakers. You watch. That kid's not going to be good. Help! How am I the person that comes up as the wealthy industrialist where Merrick has got two dozen barrels of wine behind him in his Zoom window? I know. How am I the guy? The, like do, you, do you know the most amazing part of Merrick's the, the most amazing part of Merrick's uh, Merrick's torture story is the fact he's a comedian that has a garage. Look at you. What yeah. You? <laughs> yeah. 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 And a wife! And a wife! What the hell? You don't park your car on your lawn. Someone's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, do you know how many kids I had to put on lie detectors to pay for that house? <laughs> There's a lot. Those, those lie detectors don't build themselves. <laughs> oh, are they more things you bought from Dentel in the middle of the night? Why <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'd better wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, Merrick and Dules, thank you very much for joining us. Um, have you got things to plug at the moment, guys? Yes, unionist movement for the comedians. Um, uh, yeah. You've got your big wine gigs that you can uh, you can plug that'll, that'll be back at some stage, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Grapes of Mirth. Yeah, look, I mean, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I'm, also, I'm hoping to get out of my house at some stage. Yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah. Keep an eye out for then. that. Yeah, but that's that's great to mirth. Big, they're, they're huge comedy geeks. They're on in vineyards. Um, big comedians. Uh, if you just follow Grapes of Mirth on on your socials, there's there'll, there'll be something near you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> if not, <laughs> if not, this this business strategy is as flawed as my union movement. I I like how you've turned this into like the drunk comedian is like your thing now, and we've all been doing it on tick. For years, you're the first yeah. one yeah, who yeah, kind yeah. of thought, oh, "I should get paid for this." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dawes, what about you? you? Got stuff to plug? You got your uh, podcast where you try and get cartoons in the New York? Oh uh, yeah, we're doing a. Po- uh, I've got. A- I actually have. I'm doing another podcast actually at the moment called "This Morning Today," which is kind of like it's each morning I'll wake up and read the New York Times. Um, you know, news in brief email they send around, and I'll just make jokes about it. Um, so it's kind of cool. yeah. I I, I I don't know if it's any good, but listen to it. it's called this it's morning. It's so today. cold in New York today. 
so yeah. cold in New York. How today, cold is it? The thing on Donald Trump's head. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, the thing on Donald Trump's head ran away. You know, that's cold. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There Paul Schaefer in the CBS <laughs> Orchestra, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, we've got Liv Tyler and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates. And they've done it again. Oh, it feels good to be on a proper uh, mic cord again, Tommy. Mm, yes. Does this sound, yes. Does this sound like like um, crystal clear water to your ears in comparison? Uh, well, not right now because I'm listening to you as we're doing this live through oh, the um, okay through the microphone in sure. your laptop. But uh, I, I when I'm listening back, I'll text you and let you know how it's sounding. Okay. I'll, t- I'll let you know if it's uh, sounding good. But you are using you're using a freshie. You're using a microphone cord that I saw you uh, knifing out of the uh, the little cable tie mm. fresh from the shop. Yeah. right before we started recording. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not using a and when I when I listen back to myself. In hindsight, what I've done, it, it all makes sense. I'm not using what I used in the normal episode this week, a second-hand cord from Brett Blake. So, yeah. Where did he get a second-hand from where? Where did he get well, it from? Well, from himself. It was, I, I, obviously, he uses it himself. But it, in hindsight, like like I said, I, when I went to return it to him, he said, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, oh, this is a, this is a mic cord not good <laughs> enough for Brett Blake. That's why I've copped this one. Yeah, this was... Fished out of the bin, but uh, a, a little, a little extra. So I have had to use the uh, the backup recording that I take from the Zoom call. Uh, so the quality isn't quite as good as what people might be used to. But uh, the the I thought I was going to be able to get away with just dropping it in every now and then when uh, the audio from your good mic cut out. And the first time, the first little bit of your audio that I used that for was you asking Merrick if he did his uh, train station OB through the um, <laughs> microphone at the train station, which sound the whole point of you making that joke is that the audio sounds like shit. Yep. And so I've had to drop in audio of you that is about the same quality as a train station Fuck. announcement. So it's actually, it's actually pretty beautiful art, all things considered. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Sorry on behalf of Brett Blake, not on behalf of me. I did nothing wrong. I, all I did was trusted my friend. Is that so wrong? <laughs> I just, I'll never do that again. I'll never do that again. Um, it came out, uh, it, it, yeah. made, it made me sound like he sounds on paper. That's, that's what it's done. Made me yeah, sound. it really does. Words, words missing, words dropping out out of sentences. Yep. Yeah, a real, uh, a real jumble there. But, you know, I'm sure people, we're on the other end of the episode now. I'm sure people have uh, found it fine. It sounds a bit weird when you start listening to it. But then, you know, over the course of an episode, you get used to it and uh, it's all fine. We've uh, we've had we've had worse audio quality on this show. Funnily enough, from Brett Blake himself. Mm, so yes, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, good app. Uh, uh, once everyone sees past the, the the slight dip in quality of audio, technically wise, it is a funny app. Um, did we have anything to follow mm. up um, off the off the back of it? What were we talking about? Um, I was talking about vlogs and all that sort of bullshit. Um, oh, you know, oh, fuck! You know what's just happened to me? I'm. It's actually influencing my my volume at the moment. I'm recording this in the bedroom mm. during the day. Uh, our hot yep. water service blew up, so there's currently um, <laughs> plumbers installing the new hot water s- service 
but a couple of metres away from me. And uh, oh, right. when we first got uh, on Zoom to record this, Tommy, yep. I had my headphones out and the first one or two things that you said were extremely blue content and so much so that I was embarrassed in front of plumbers from what you'd said. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. This is like you know, this is like people getting angry when they're on speakerphone in the car and it's like, Why didn't you tell me your wife was sitting next to you? It's yeah. like I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask from now on every time we get a Zoom call, are there plumbers present? Yeah. Is in there the room? is there anyone else on the line? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. do you think you could get one of them on on mic? Not at all. Uh... No, thank you. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no thoughts on uh, see what the see what the tradesmen think about Bill Gibson and no, cancer. No, no. <laughs> get them to weigh in on whether or not Bernie's kicked a big one. What uh, about that? If they go on break, I'll see if they want to. Um, you know, just ease off on their sausage roll and, and, and chocolate milk for two seconds and weigh in. But apart from that, um, yep. I, look, I don't want to interview them. While they're a big chance of fixing the fact I haven't had a hot shower in two and a half days, I think I'm pretty content for him to concentrate on that. What do you think? Are they – so they're there to fix it or are they there to assess the damage and let you know? Replace, like, baby. You, you know what I mean? The newies, the freshies going in. Are they, are they leaving in? with it being – I was, freshies going in. I was, yeah. I was basically for the last two and a half days using Brett Blake's hot water system and now I'm getting the new one out of the bag and it is going to sound beautiful yep. all over my body. What have you been doing? Just not showering? I guess it's not all that bad in lockdown. It's like you're not going anywhere, so it doesn't matter if you get a little uh, stink going. D- doing the old um, soaping up in the in the bathroom without any water, doing a big, big soap up and then... Oh, do, seeing, bit of a horse bath. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Horse baths no. only in here. Escorts for the, bath for me and the daughter. An escorts bath, thank you. <laughs> a uh, sex workers bath. That's that's what I've been having. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a noble yep. profession. Not bad. Noble. It's the it's the old, oldest profession in the world, as they say. Which yep. always beggars the question for me: How did anyone pay for it then? If, uh, if that was the first job. Um, oh, yeah. he's back. I'm Get back. him back up on the stage. There we go. He's ready to go. There we go. He's ready to go. That's Treat, great. I'm treating this like my open mic like, now. You know what I've been thinking about in lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Comedy of Spleen podcast, by the way. Um, it's me, me yep. opening up the notebook. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, soaping myself up and then running the gauntlet, chucking on the cold water and seeing how long I can last in there. While I, yeah. while I scrub not everything bad. off. Yeah, not not ideal. Last night I did it at like 11.30 at night and uh, my wife's in bed Oof. asleep just hearing me scream in the bathroom going, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, you think it'll be good for you. It's like a nice little wake up, but it's like, it's yeah, really, yeah. it's fucking brutal. It's, look, it's, it, it is, uh, it is it, that's right, Tommy. It's a good wake up, but I tend to shower last thing at night, so it's. Not mm. not not great. It's not fucking great at all. Not ideal. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, oh, nice. I'm, a, I'm nice a, and awake. Yeah. I'm nice and fresh for my lying in bed in the dark with my eyes open. Mm. Yeah, that's um, that's devastating. Not being able to bathe in lockdown. I um, I got up this morning and uh, I had to go to a doctor's appointment, which I felt like I woke up this morning like it was Christmas morning. Just in a lockdown, just being able to go somewhere, just mm. having like an appointment to go to. I was like. Oh, got got up. Was like, felt like I was like heading into the big smoke, getting dressed. Like, oh, how nice is this? Somewhere to go. Got put on some antibiotics that I can't drink on. And again, in lockdown, I feel like I've been handed a fucking death sentence. Oh, like, I am, I am 
devastated by this result. Oh, so, what's your I mean, uh, what's your what's your drinking habits at the moment? What's your drinking habits in lockdown? Uh, I was I had kind of recalibrated myself after the last one uh, in the gap that we had in between and just be like back off the booze midweek and just having like a you know Saturday night mm. have a few. Yep. But then you know what it's like. It's like you go back in and it's just, there really is no good reason to not just put away four or five at a time. Right. Watch Netflix with with my girlfriend, and I was just like, started this week, like I I was like, okay, this has got to change. Got up Monday and was like, no drinking during the week, and then today I went, nah, fuck that, um, and then got put on the antibiotics. So I think I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm on these, I'm on these like pretty strong antibiotics for a week. So I'm gonna have to oh, stick to that. Oh. I guess. Which I, is, I mean, it's sort of, it's good in a way, but it's just annoying to know that, like, you know. I just don't have it as an option. Yeah, I. You know what I've done? I've, 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 I've in the last week. So you know, for everyone that's not in Melbourne or overseas or whatever, we're we're in Melbourne at the moment. We're in lockdown um, again for another week at least. Um, I hurt myself. I hurt my back this time, uh, just going into lockdown, mm-hmm. and uh, so I haven't been able to run. And that's my release at night. Me going out and having a, <clears throat> a big old run, and uh, I. Am fucking hating it. <laughs> just not being able to go out and and have a run because I'm still eating. Like yeah. my, my justification of eating like absolute dog shit is that I work it off by having mm-hmm. a, having a big hard run, and now I'm not able to recalibrate the diet at all, and I'm just eating like a fucking yep. demented fucking cow or something. And uh, yeah, not working it off mm-hmm. at all, and just looking at the scales and going two kilos in two days. That's not that's not bad, is it? That's, that feels good. Very nice, very mm. impressive. What's your um? What are you putting away at the moment? I had I had schnitz this afternoon. Love a schnitz. Oh, I haven't had schnitz for a long time. I just did just mm. then. I went for my first run in a week just then. Just tested mm. out the uh, the back. It's a little bit sore still. Um, and I what did I get myself? I got myself a takeaway Penang curry and rice with it with an ice, uh, a Thai iced tea, and uh, doubled it up back yep. back to back to backed it. With a cheeseburger from Hungry Jacks and a, a small chips. Yep. Yep. Nice. Oh, and a, a good her- combo. And a Hershey chocolate pie. Oh fucking hell! Mm. That's um. Yeah, I came home. I came home after the uh, the antibiotics thing and said to my girlfriend, "All right, if the booze is off for tonight, new mandate. We're we're getting something wicked tonight. Oh, wicked. No cooking. Wicked. You know what I mean? There's no cooking. There's no cooking tonight. Right. We're getting, yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking, we're ordering in some edible underwear and we're yeah, having that for dinner. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> why is it, why, why do they stop it? You know, when it's being sexy, why do they have to stop it at the underwear? Why, why isn't there like an edible dildo or why isn't there edible handcuffs? Why isn't there edible tampons, you know? Uh, edible dildo, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's, I was about to say it probably does exist. I mean, there's a pretty good reason that, like, you know, something that you're putting inside yourself is yeah. not hygienic to then yeah. go chow down on this. Yeah. But I would, de- I dare say, it probably does exist. Um, I would say more wise, like the edible stuff. It's like always chocolate, you know. Yeah. Like, w- why couldn't you have like, um, you know, like uh, cheese and onion flavored edible underwear? Mm. Well, you know, I'm not much <laughs> of a sweet tooth. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think all underwear is probably cheese and onion flavored. <laughs> if you try and eat it, probably smells yeah, about the same. If you're in the if you're in the Chandler household and your hot water blows yes, up, yeah, exactly. all your underwear is going to be <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> there we go. Very tangy. Be rich in a couple of days. Yeah. Yes. Um, what about this? This is this is the other bit of uh, news coming out of our personal lockdown down here in Melbourne, Australia. Is mm-hmm. that um, uh, my big comeback to to the playing field of soccer? I'm feeling I'm 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 back. I'm feeling okay. Regional okay. Regional Victoria has just opened up this weekend, Tommy. Now we yep. can't get there. There's we're not allowed to travel beyond five kilometres. We've got a little um, border in Melbourne at the moment. Yep. And uh, yeah, the big game this weekend: Dalesford v Maryborough. Because we were gonna, we were talking like last week. We were gonna, we were gonna go up for yeah, it. Yeah, so that was the big plan. This, this is this the, Sunday. This is the killer thing, Tommy. We're missing out on Dalesford v Maryborough. The two, the two loves of my, my of my soccer life. Yeah, well, I mean, we should say like as we're recording this, officially we're meant to be out by then. But I think everyone in the city has just decided yep. that that's not happening. No, it's not happening. So, yeah. I mean, the news. I mean, the news may still not have been announced by the time we put this up. Sure, maybe we'll get comments being like, "Oh, you know," but it's like, yeah, it's it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, sh- I mean, the, uh, pe- people in people in Sydney are still coming down for the game, but uh, yeah, here in Melbourne, we're <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to go. So, yeah. Um. When? Uh, so how how much longer has the season got left? Oh, not too much longer. Like I don't even know. They've skipped so many Fine. games because of all the all the lockdowns that I think it's like I think I, I'm assuming it's going to be finals in like probably three weeks or something like that. Yeah, so right. I could. Fuck. Yeah, it needs to be opened up pretty quick. Like I'm I'm going to start joining some rallies. They need to open up. This is the I finally found a reason to like believe the virus isn't real. It yeah. needs to not be real yeah. for my sporting comeback. We'll get to uh, we'll get to episode six hundred before you play uh, this game. That's good. <laughs> I've been. It feels like I've been trying to make my comeback for Dalesford for years. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly really does yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, like since you brought it up, we've had like what two lockdowns? Yeah, I've had two <laughs> lockdowns. I've had two injuries. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's getting old quick. Um anyway, so look, let's see let's see what happens. Anyway, um update, what else do we need to do? Update. Um obviously like you said at the top of the show, live shows, fuck knows what what's happening with them, but if you're holding a ticket, hold on to them. We are trying to reorganize everything. It's a fucking pretty hard time uh in the world to be doing any of this sort of bullshit, but we're we're trying. Um so hold on to that. Thank you to everyone yep. who subscribes to Patreon. We'll get to that as well. But um, um, go to the website, have a look at merch. Um, the merch, the, you know what? The merch c- content in my my ch- in my child's room, in Blanket's room, has gone down considerably. So we're down to... Down to um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Not, not too many. There's not too many there. Um, but what I want to do is update our regular segment, which is, of course, Talking Gibbo, which is devoted to all things... Yep. Um, cancer fraud, Bell Gibson. Uh, we've uh, yep. there's been a little bit of news lately. There's been a, a TV show about her on TV. We, you've got the cookbook. Um, we're, another yep. reason to get out of lockdown is so that we can t- me and you can have a beautiful meal based on uh, the, the culinary experience of Belle Gibson through her her, her cancer beating mm-hmm. defying cookbook that, that you now have possession of. Not the not the original, but a copy of. Yeah, I should actually while we're in lockdown, maybe I should do a uh, I should do a test kitchen run of the uh, onion bhaji. Yeah. Before I uh, wheel it out to you and yeah. to potentially guests, well, it we might get back in the crib and it might be like again. might be like the blowfish. You need to get it exactly right, or it gives you cancer. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not bad. If you mentioned that in the introduction of the book, yeah. that it's like, look. You've got to cut the bhaji a certain way. Risk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've yep. got to be a proper bhaji chef, experienced bhaji chef. So, um, look, we uh, we talked about this weeks ago, but we, we had a listener message us and say that she, her friend lives next door to Belle Gibson. I then asked her, can you get the address? Which just so we can, you know, we can go past and get a picture. Do a drive-by. Do a drive-by yep. out the front and, uh, you know, not, not harass the poor woman. I mean, God, she's 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 been through enough fictional things you know, already she doesn't yep. need a, a real thing to deal with. You know, she's already gone through yep. fake cancer. She doesn't need a real pair of podcasters annoying her out the front of her house. Um, oh, she wouldn't know how to cope no. with any kind of real world yeah. um, harassment. Things that have, well, she couldn't complain. If she said, oh, these guys were harassing me, it's like, yeah, is this, is this real though? Or is this, is this like the cancer or is this actual people? I mean, not to say, you know, obviously – it's bad and wrong to wish cancer on someone. But narrative-wise, yeah. her actually getting it yeah. is there's no greater end to the story, right? And right. I'm not saying I'm wishing that upon her. Mm. I would never wish it upon anyone. Mm. But if you were writing this as a movie, yeah. that would have to be the end, right? Sure. She, like, legitimately gets it and now is... If you it's were, if you the were, ultimate boy who cried wolf. Yeah, if you were Hans Christian Andersen or the one of the Grimm's brothers, you'd be you'd be whacking yes. them in the end for sure. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, she's two thirds of the way towards a uh, to being like a gruesome fairy tale. Mm, mm. So anyway, so we don't we can't find out where she lives at the moment, which is uh, which is fine. I mean, it would make a, a lovely little postcard, but that's okay. So I thought maybe. I was thinking, what's the next step? What's yep. how can we possibly get closer to it? There's we don't have any contact. We've asked on the show if anyone knows her, anyone knows of her, where she lives, whatever. So I've thought I'll flush her out this way. So I've started my own um, Bell Gibson Instagram account, saying you know like maybe okay. like if, if I put it out, it's uh, if you can go and have a look on Instagram, it's at Bell Gibson Official. So I, f- I figure, well, if I'm okay, uh, if yep. I'm saying I'm, I'm Bell Gibson technique. official, yeah, she um, she might come in and go, no, that's me, and we might get contact. So I'll I'll put up a post. It's got two likes already. Fuck knows why, uh, from very weird things. But I'll just yeah, if you go along, you can see this. I've got a picture of it. It says, uh, "Hi guys, Sir Bantu here," using her African name. Uh, Bell Gibson was my slave name. I'm finally back on Instagram, and I'm single and ready to nice. mingle. I mean, sure, there's some guy who lives with me that claims to be my husband, but there sure are some liars around these days, right? Anyway, if anyone has any African diseases they'd like me to cure, throw them my way. There's nothing out there that can't be cured with a zucchini muffin. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata, sorry. Uh, so that's – Okay. I've, I've put that yep. out there. Very nice. Um, that's, yeah. uh, that's a bit of uh, – <laughs> what would you call um, – a bit of thirst. A bit of a thirst trap for Belle Gibson herself. bit of a thirst trap. Mm. Yeah, I mean, typically when people try and impersonate celebrities on uh, social media, they um, they they try and sound a little bit more like the actual person. Right. I don't know that okay. Belle herself would be making jokes about the <laughs> fact that she's a fraudster <laughs> and using a and using a crany low res <laughs> image of herself <laughs> that appears to be what's is this just a screen capture from a news article or something? Uh, Where's this photo from? Look, it's her and uh, there's uh, got a headdress it, on. It isn't the first thing that comes up on Google Images, but it's not far off. It's uh, you have okay, to you have great. to scroll down the page once to get it. I didn't want to be too obvious. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a screenshot okay. grab of her being interviewed 
while she's wearing some sort of Afri- African garb. And uh, look, yeah, no, no biggie, but uh, it seems to be kicking off over there. I've already got one follower. Uh, he sounds a bit African himself. Darsalo, he, he might be some sort mm. of, uh, yeah, someone in, in uh, Sabantu's uh, community. Yeah. Mm. D apostrophe A-S-S-A-L-O. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, so, yeah, let's. I've, I'll put that out there into the world. It's, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. So you think that, uh, yeah, you think that this is going to flush her out. The mm. hope is that she gets made aware of this and contacts you and goes, why are you pretending to be me yes. quite poorly yes. on social media? <laughs> you can't really be trying to scam people because you don't seem too concerned with people not thinking that this is really me. <laughs> so what is the game here? And then you reply going, "Gotcha. this is the game right here. Yeah. This is it. This is all I wanted. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, um, yeah, I am, uh, look, I think, I think uh, if, you're a, if you're a big enough sucker to be a, to suck, being sucked in by a fraudster, um, I might as well make it really fucking yep. obvious that it's a, it's a fraud here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And at the very least, if I if I don't flush her out, maybe I can uh, maybe I can defraud someone on here. Maybe I can all of a sudden maybe I I'm yeah. I become the new Belle Gibson and I I get to more deeply understand <clears throat> her situation, get her power, start. Oh, totally. I off. mean, that would be like a yeah, that would be a devastating outcome. Instead of hearing from her, you just start getting it. It just all happens again. Yeah. It's just all these people taking it at face value and being like, oh, my God, it's so great to find you. I'm such a fan. Like, if you got, like, actual sick people sliding into your DMs and telling you, like, I never stop believing. Yes. I've got the cookbook. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you know, people like, um, uh, you know, there are people that don't believe that the, the virus is real. There's people that think Trump is awesome. You know, there's, yep. there's people that cannot be dissuaded of beliefs they have no matter – how many facts are presented to them? So there's got to be diehard Bell yep. Gibson fans out there that are still like, nah, yeah. she's actually still got that cancer. Um, she's had it for 15 years. Um, I believe yep. in her. People I, are- I, I believe, because I'm such a fan, I do believe she's going to die soon. Um, I, you can't yes. dissuade me otherwise. And they're going to be on my side on this new Instagram account. People sliding into the DMs and going, oh, Belle, I've got cancer. Is there anything you can do to help me out? And you're being like, yeah, I've actually discovered a great car cure recently. Uh, come down to Basement Comedy Club on a Saturday night and check Laughter. out the best of Melbourne La- comedy. Laughter is the, is, the, is the best medicine, as they all always say. Oh, uh, yes. Fuck, what Very if that's good it? Stuff. Well, instead, yeah, of saying it's the, instead of saying it's the cookbook, you know, here's all the foods that cure you, laughter is the best medicine, and it's just a front for Basement Comedy Club Friday and Saturdays. Yeah. Man, that is fucking, that is amazing. There you go. Mm. Well, yeah, get on that, guys. Follow that account. Help us, uh, yeah, help it Help it get Legitimize it. Yeah, get some followers there. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll be, I'll be yep. posting content on there too to flush out the great lady. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes mm-hmm. in the following weeks. Um, all right. So um, yeah. from from one scam artist to another, Patreon dot com slash Little Dum Dum Club, where you can help us continue to not get financial cancer uh, and have things like our uh, livelihood mm-hmm. removed from our bodies. Um, this this keeps us fit and well, um, and wasting money on Bell Gibson's cookbook. And things like that. Um, you know, there yep. are many, many of you out there that have done the right thing and uh, signed up 
both out of the goodness of your heart and the need for more content in this difficult time in the planet's history. Good for you. Um, there really should be more Sydney people subscribing, in my opinion, considering they're in lockdown, let's call it. Um, but I guess why would you listen to a, a podcast when you're out at the beach or at a party with 50 other people? Who knows? Um, so. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, thank you to everyone that's, that's gone before these people, but also these people themselves. Let's crack on this week. Open up the UTA untitled plan, uh, unplanned title alternator, Tommy, and let's uh, let's read out some names. Uh, first cab off the rank. To. Let's do it. First cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Ryan Gerlach. Gerlach. G e r l a c h. Gerlach. Yeah. Gerlach? No, Gerlach, surely. No, it must be Gerlach. Yeah. It's just I always find it funny to pronounce it as, you know, as it's as it's written. Right. Gerlach. Mm. Yes. Um, fun fact about this 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 character that I'm sure he'll enjoy me bringing up. Um, this this Ryan Gerlach, he uh, he's a he's a obviously a Patreon subscriber. He gets our bonus episodes. Then we've recently been doing bonus episodes where we've had a, mm-hmm. had a uh, regular segment, as we spoke about in this episode today, where we talked about um, Merrick Merrick Watts about how someone had guessed maybe he votes on the right side of things. We, we're trying to guess who leans right in the mm-hmm. comedy world because it's sort of funny. You, the presumption is most comedians lean left in their political views and it's a it's an oddity to find out the people who, who lean right. So we, we every every week we're sort of having a little bit of a guess at the moment. Um, we had a little bit of a, a guess of a few different names. We kind of like to think that everyone keeps it under their hat and keeps it to themselves. This bloke got on Andy Lee's Instagram and said, Dum Dum Club said you vote liberal this week. What do you think about that? So uh, mm. thanks, Ryan. Thanks uh, for absolutely ratting us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no good, Ryan. What a little worm. Yeah, um, but really disappointing stuff. We we did. It's it's like the um, it's like the sign that's like you know this many days without incident. We'd gone a long mm. while without any dobbing, yep. and uh, yeah, Ryan had to even the score. Yeah, and and and. To, to confirm, we didn't actually say that's what we think about Andy Lee. What we, what a guest did was suggest his name, and then uh, yes. really only associate that with the fact that he plays a lot of golf. <laughs> I think really and has yeah, a lot of money. Exactly. So uh, yeah, Ryan Ryan Gerlash, or as he's known around these parts, King Dobber. Yeah. Well, look. To be fair, I uh, I, uh, I I put him in our Patreon group, Facebook group. I said I called him out, and yeah. then there was just an absolute avalanche of feet of uh, apologies on every different medium coming from him. Oh so, right, okay. Yeah. You put him in the uh, the uh, we oh, fuck we we talk about them all the time. I can never remember what they're called. The the shit where. Old school in the town centre, you're like the stocks. You're, you're in the little wooden the stocks. Mm. You put him in the stocks. That's it. Um, the townspeople came past. They were they were throwing tomatoes at him. They were mm. pulling his little pants down and yeah. fucking him in the ass. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was and then he was just yelling out to you the the mayor going. Please mm. let me out of these stocks. That's it. I did. I'll never steal bread again. I promise. <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never. I'll never paint on the side of ye oldie Andy Lee's um, <laughs> shack again. You Huge vote mansion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> About your voting preferences. Um, but look, he 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 gave me a, a, 
a begging text message that was like it was quite a shock to something along the line of it was quite a shock to turn on Facebook and then be absolutely counted and and called out by my favorite podcast. I was like, oh, that that oh, doesn't wow. that doesn't sound as good. <laughs> so I deleted it all. No, but um, but having said yeah. that. He's uh, it, well, it did it did smack of a few people who tried to do this other years get get us in trouble with other people. So uh, apparently he just accidentally cunted us. But anyway, it's uh, look accidentally. Yeah, he slipped on the he slipped on the phone. Yeah, went onto Andy Lee's page yep. and uh, <laughs> just fell onto the phone and randomly yep. pushed that sequence of letters. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's it's the old um the old excuse of a man in a hospital. Getting an X-ray with a cucumber up his ass—it's the old yep. whoopsie doozy. Didn't mean to do yep. that. Just uh, quite the opposite, in fact. So look, mm. uh, uh, look, I'll, I'll believe him. I'll believe him this time. He, uh, yeah, I think his, look. his excuse was, "Oh, you know everyone in comedy," so he, you know they, he would have been fine with that. It's like, no, not really. And uh, yeah, I don't know Andy not necessarily. that well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Look, maybe maybe that's a new Patreon tier. If you if you put in enough money, we will let you get away with absolutely counting us. You're allowed to be a little dobber, the yeah. dobber tier, fifty dollars yeah. all yeah. of a sudden, <laughs> just yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people subscribing. Yeah, we'll we'll count someone on the back end of the program, and and you can you can uh, dob us in. Well, thanks, Ryan. Hmm. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Oh, I mean, apart from all the money you've paid us, yeah. But uh, in that other incidents, thanks for nothing. Um, but uh, mm. let's 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 crack it. Let's let's try and make sure there's no more dobbers <laughs> on, on this on this apart part of the, the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's try and see if we can get we can go dobberless for the rest of this Patreon raid. All right, let's get second cab off the rank this week, Tommy. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Sean McDowell. Sean McDowell, mm. the McDowell Burger. Mm. Is that a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing, isn't it? That's a thing from, from yep. Coming to America, the movie. That's it. Never seen it, but I know the reference. Oh. No one can ever take that away from me. <laughs> well, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a movie you should see. Even I've seen that movie. I think so. I've, think it's, I've uh, only seen like seven. I've only seen like seven movies, and I've seen that one. Get into it. Well, I've been self isolating for years. Okay, so you'd think I would have gotten around to it yeah. by now. Yeah. Hey, did you? Uh, did you check out the sequel coming to America? I got about perhaps ten minutes in, and oh, really? thought no good, not for me. Not. Oh, I'm sure it's a it's a fine little movie, but I did not have the interest levels. I one right. of those one of those ones where you know what those a lot of a lot of movies have this for me have this element where I see the the coming soon posters I see the 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 hubbub around it coming up and I go wow yep. cool and then when it's on my doorstep I go no thanks and just don't bother I'm a bit like that too yeah it's pretty easy to look, or to, more often than not it's like something looks great and you're really excited for it and then reviews start dropping and it's like. A seven out of ten. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I may as well not bother. I hope they do do a third one though, purely because they've got you know they got the easy one of having coming to America mm. in the title. If they did a if they did a third one, they could have coming to 
M3, Ricker. They could have the little right. E be backwards. Okay. Be that's some, they're that's really, not bad. They're, they're set up pretty – I'm sure they're considering it based purely on that. The real shame is – I think I, this is the chemistry going on inside my brain at the very least of some of these. It, it's more and more common you're getting like a, like a real old school sequel, like a sequel to something from 20, 30 years ago. And it's it's you know it's sort of remarkable in a way because we didn't we never really had that before like you know in the eighties in the nineties and whatever you'd have a sequel of something from two years earlier that that's about it there was yep. never it was never like Casablanca two coming out from nowhere there's never like thirty year yes. fucking gaps there's no the the, the seven year itch two there's no mm-hmm. um you know duck soup <laughs> two none of this sort of shit yep yep. How many more can he whip out? Uh, Come on, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> How many more movies can I name? <laughs> from there's no, uh, there's no sequel to the train coming towards the camera yes. and people freaking out in the cinema. There we you go. Can do that again. There we go. <laughs> you can go to the live show, the live version of it, but you can't go to the, yep. the sequel. The yeah. 4D cinema experience of yeah. the train coming towards you. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, so it's it's a new phenomenon, relatively in the last 10 years or so, to the, the long-term sequel. So it sounds yep. like a great idea. It's like, wow, I can't believe they're going to do that from all that time ago and they're going to get the same people back. Wow. And then you watch it and you just get a bit sad because you realise we're all going to die one day because these people that you remember from the 80s or the 70s or whatever it is, they just look terrible. <laughs> they look just, horrendous. They're 30 yeah. to 40 yeah. years older than what they were and it's like, that's not how I want to remember these people in this movie. This is not fun at maybe all. Maybe that's why. Uh, maybe that's why they've become more popular as a way of people kind of dealing with their existential crises about death. Mm. In the same way that, like, you know, having a pet is kind of like good for a young family for like a child because it kind of teaches them about like death and sort of all that sort of early on. The same thinking of just like, hey, this is a way that we can make people comfortable with the fact that they're. Mm. You know, they're all aging and we're all going to die right. and it's all kind of pointless is to trot out these stars from the 80s and oh. they look fat and they look wrinkled yeah. and they look so, disgusting. So, so you, maybe they should play Coming to America in schools just to kids yeah. to, to show them that you're not going to be young forever. Look, you, this is you in Coming to America. Imagine you getting the royal penis cleaned. You're well, Eddie Murphy yeah. in, the, in the first one. You watch that one and you go, how good is this? Yeah. That's going to last forever, isn't it? And everyone goes, yeah. And then straight away you bookend it with coming to America. and, and then Consecutive just, days. Yeah. And then you just go, that's you really soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like it so that it's consecutive days. So it's day one, coming to America. You're wheeling out the TV on the trolley, mm. chucking it on. The kids are having a great time. They get to the end. They're, they're like, thinking wow, that was so. They're, good. they're thinking the dick's going to be sucked underwater. It's like, yep. wow. Yep, exactly. I love life. I sure I don't get that reference, but I'll take your yeah. word for it. <laughs> but then uh, they get to the end. The teacher's like, "Guess what? There's another one of these, and that's what we're watching tomorrow." Yep. And the kids can't believe it. They're like, "How good is this?" And and, and we're two days in a row. This yeah. unbelievable. And, and they've even like the, the teacher's gone. You pick your own character on the show. Which one? Which one's you? And then the next, and they're yep. like, "Oh, great! I'm." Fucking! What, what, I don't even know what, what what one of the characters' name is. But then, yeah, the next day it's like let's let's catch up on what you are up to, and it's just a forty yeah. year older version of of whatever that kid is. And just just the teacher pointing them out, pointing to the character, then pointing to the to the kid and going, "That's you. That's You're you. fucked. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be you one day, yeah. old." And also, also worth keeping in mind is like. 
those that you're saying like it's depressing because you see people aging. It's like, but that's a movie, so it's like that's not even that's not even as bad as like the real life version of that person would look. Yeah, because they're Hollywood people that have had Botox mm. and they've had makeup. So it's like even that version of them that looks like shit. Mm. That's as good as it gets. Yes. It's like you won't even look that good. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Rough. So let's let's look. Any teachers out there? Any any heads of school boards? If you could add that to the curriculum, I think we've got that worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, Get it in there. Too many too many kids these days. They grow up and they think they're going to live forever. They think they're going to be young forever. I think it's hurting civilization, childishness yep. in this society. Um, so <laughs> if we can just get that on board and really just know that you're going to meet your maker sooner rather than later, I think that'll uh, yep. change a lot of people's actions. It'll make make it a better place. So, yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Sean McDowell, for inspiring that that thanks. change to ed- ed- the the curriculum. Yeah. Thanks, McDowell. Mm. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Rory Matthews. Hmm. What do you think of the name Rory? I don't know if we've had a Rory before. Let's let's have a. I'll I'll, I'll pump that into the uh, the computer. Uh, we have we've had at least one. This is our second Rory ever. Okay. Um, Interesting. I don't mind it. I I've I've got a mate who always said that that, that was his second choice as a as a name if he if he'd got the pick he would have called himself Rory and uh, really yeah I'm I'm interesting I'm I'm into it as well I have to say mm-hmm. it's phonetically I, it's 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 a bit of a mouthful Rory uh, but it's yeah it's, I don't love it for that reason oh. it sounds like you it sounds like you've got marbles in your mouth and you're trying to say something else Rory I can't help but think of a bit of brill cream in a leather jacket. I'm like, this is I'm I'm some sort of teddy boy. I'm some rocker called Rory. I'm some I'm in right. a I'm in a skiffle band. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like. Are it. they still selling brill cream? Is brill cream still out there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No. It's it? just hair product, isn't it? It's like old school. Yeah. Like hair. It's not wax, but it's like... Is is anyone still... Yeah, it's like you slicked your hair back with it. Is right? anyone still jacking off with Vaseline? Is anyone doing that still out there? Good question. Mm. It must be. Yeah. There must be. Because it's not like, you know, it's it's not like technology has moved on. Mm. Well, it's probably better things, to be fair. Mm. No? I don't know. No? Like they kinda you don't think they can beat that? Well, also, I think it would need that kind of like brand name recognition of like, you know, Vaseline is so synonymous with jacking off and it's not like in the interim. I don't think that there's been another product that's kind of come along and taken the mantle. I would, if you're a young... I would have to say I've never I've never participated in that pastime with that particular brand. I've never done Me it. Me either. Yeah. Mm. There you go. There's a generation or two that have... Um, that have skipped that, so yeah, not not looking good, not looking good for uh, for. Let Vaseline. us know, folks. Let us know on the Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever jerked it with Vaseline? Yeah, specifically Vaseline. Yes, we're not asking. Have you used a lubricant? We don't need to know about your spit or anything else you're getting into. Yeah, specifically, we just want to know about uh, the Vaseline. Yes, and what age you are, because I'd like to. I'm, I'm picking. Yep. There's like a lot of. 40s and 50 year olds using that brand and a lot of um oh, a, yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, Maybe, uh, 16 year old listeners out there going what no i i just use liquid tiktok 
So well, actually, maybe don't answer the question if you're under eighteen, because I have a feeling like it, it <laughs> may be illegal for us to have asked that and then receive that as a question. So yeah, that's fair. maybe just don't, maybe just don't get in the comments if you're not eighteen mm. or over. We don't need to know. But yep. uh, yeah, anyone else, if you're of age, mm. if you're of legal, if you're of legal talking about fucking age, yep. then uh, go for it. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that'll that'll cut out our thousands and thousands of uh, preteen. Podcast fans that <laughs> <laughs> listen to us every well, week. Well, we, we did have a 17-year-old um, pipe up in the group this week, didn't we? Yeah, we've, got, like a, a we've really got a couple. We've got a couple of kids yeah. in there, which is, uh, which is yeah. nice. Which is nice. I, Concerning. I do, yeah. I do like the idea of um, some, some kids out there listening to the show and going to school and, and saying uh, that they listen to this show and just the rest of the, rest of the class ostracizing them. She's going, what the fuck but are you I talking mean, about? it's... Given the way we carry on, it's actually surprising to me that it's it like it's surprising to me that our audience isn't exclusively seventeen and up. Yeah, sure, okay. Like it's yeah. the the actual mental level that's going on in here. Yeah, it's it's weirder to me that there's like forty year olds that listen to this yeah. than than there being like a fifteen year old. I th- super into it. I think it's probably a, it's a medium thing where sure we're getting a lot of um, you know early to mid thirty year old people that have got the mental age of 15 that are listening yep. to us. But the people that are actually 15 are, are following similarly fucked in the head people, but those people are on TikTok or those people are on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Or, I mean, they look at us and they go, there's two old men, why would we want to hear from them? Yeah. But little do they know. Mm. You know, they're, they're just basing it on the cover art and the, yeah. you know, the pictures of us. Yeah. They don't know what they're missing out they on. They don't know the experience we have at being fucked in the head. Like, we've been f- <laughs> we've been mentally 15 years old. I've been mentally 15 year, years old for 30 years now. So, I know what, yes, I, I know what the exactly. fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Totally. Mm. But, uh, what was this name again? It's left me already. Oh, oh Rory. Rory. This is Rory. Rory. Rory Matthews. Rory. Yeah, I mm, yeah. There's not a lot yeah. here for me. I, I yeah. have to say. Uh, I'm, Sorry, um, I don't love the name it's, Rory. It's it's Matthews up there to my top five pretty dull. male names that subscribe to us. I'll, I'll say that. Okay, okay. I still think uh, I still think the guy we had called Jethro is probably my favourite male name that we've ever had subscribed to this. Your favourite? Yeah, I think so. What? Uh Give me a bit of give me um how would you how would you use it if that was if that was your name? How would I would I give myself a nickname mm. if my name was Jethro? Yeah, well, you know Jethro Daslo. Give me a bit of um. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could go. You could go Jet. You know, that's you could shorten it and just be like, I'm Jet. Well, that's pretty just, cool. Then just call yourself Jet. Then all of a sudden, you this is my favorite name, and then you're already changing it into another name. You you, you like <laughs> no, Jet? No, I just said, I just said Jethro is my favorite of the names we've had that have subscribed. I'm not saying I want my oh, name to be Jethro. Okay. I'm just saying that's my favorite one I've ever heard. Right, right. Rory Chandler. I could have left led a completely different life with that name. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I could be. Uh, I don't know. I think Carl's been holding me back. I think Rory, I could be in a, I don't know. I could be in a classic Cars Club by now, being the president, and uh, uh, really just you know acting actually forty five, but being a cool leather jacketed dad, um, driving some sort of hot rod with a with flames down the side. Oh right. Really, just the oh right. Okay, that kind of classic car. Because my dad is in a classic car club, and I was like, that's not that's. 
that's not cool. Right. Like, he's not a cool guy. <laughs> well, I could be the one cool guy. I could be in the in the land of the blind. The one-eyed man is king. Yeah, yeah. When you were like 45, I was like, I don't know. Dad and his buddies are like fucking 80. They just like yeah. drive into the – they just drive out to the country and then sit around and have a picnic and talk about each other's cars and then drive back. Yeah. I mean, not to knock it. Mm. It sounds fun. Mm. But you were describing it as being a uh, as, as being a cool thing that you'd be into. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But, you, yeah, you're meaning more like the uh, – yeah, you want to be Fonzie. Yeah. You think like if you had the name Rory, you would be living your life as Fonzie. I'd be, I'd be living my life as someone in the 50s, but not – it's not the 50s. So I, I'm just yes. directly turning that into Classic Cars Club. And just that's, – that's the best environment to try and reinvent yourself as Fonzie, I think. Because mm. then you're, you're you're dressed in the leather jacket. You got the brill creamed hair after you finish whacking off with it, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Like joining up to just assuming that it's like any type of classic car, like not knowing the specific models or anything. So you've saved up all this money. You buy a classic car, and then it's like you're turning up with my dad and his mates, and you've got like the leather jacket on and the shades, and yeah. you're like, hey, yeah. and it's just like all these geriatric yeah. old men going. What the fuck's the yeah. matter with you? And I'm trying to crack onto your mum. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, trying to tr- honestly thinking, I can get steal your mum off your dad by having a slightly cooler yeah. car. Right. So in your head, you think the only thing standing between you and fucking my mum <laughs> is the name Rory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and using some jack-off cream in my hair and uh, and having some flames on the side of my 1965 car. If you'd had sex with my mum but we were still doing the podcast together, it's just like mm. <laughs> I haven't... I haven't, like, walked away. I'm still, like, in here every week just yeah. getting roasted about it. Like, yeah, remember yeah. when I fucked your mum? Me, like, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Pretty good stuff, mate. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, don't really, I don't really have anything outside the Patreon. Um, so, yeah, okay, yeah, good one. This will wear off eventually. It's not like the show's ever had any running gra- jokes that go into the ground over the years. So, Oh, Rory. Well, thank you. Thank, thanks very much, Rory. Thanks. Uh, and good on you. Good on you for... for for having such a, a cool name. Has it been – let us know, Rory. Has it been a cool life so far? Has it been – do you think it's dragged your life above where it, where it would have been, you know, uh, otherwise? If you had been just Gary Matthews, would you have had a four out of ten life and, and instead you've had like an eight? Yeah. Like let to, us know. Thanks, Rory. Um, thank you very much, to Patreon subscriber. Ross Bradbury. Well, there you go. There's there, look yeah. look at just a couple of letters. What it can do to your to your name and to your life. You've gone from Rory. We've changed a couple of the back end letters, and we've got Ross. That is mm. that's a big drop in terms of a cool name, in my opinion. Oh, re- I think I think I like Ross more. Oh, I really? Honest, I, I like. I think Ross is cooler than uh, Rory for really? sure. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yuck. Ross Geller, the coolest person <laughs> ever to be on TV. <laughs> Yeah, I I can't think of. I, I have an uncle. He fucks Jennifer Aniston. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he and 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 he and he rooted a lot of people on that show actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nothing but babes. I think a lot of people on TV root a lot of people. To be fair, you could be called anything. Mm, yeah. True. Yeah. But no, I like the name Ross. I oh wow! It. I did. Yeah. What For if, me, it's ahead <laughs> of Rory. What if it's what if that's your name from now and then, Ross Daslos, and so then our comedy podcast. 
becomes Chandler and Ross. We just sound like oh, we're, we're, no. we just sound like we 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 we've adopted the names of people from Friends because we want to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that would be and, devastating. And whenever whenever we have like a a guest on, we just ignore their real name and give them a name from Friends, like. Yeah, yeah, Marcel, yeah, Gunter. Yeah, Will Will Anderson yeah. comes on. We just call him Gunter the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just wedging and just going. Can yeah, you just grab bad. us a coffee? And him going, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What? Uh. Yeah. What is it about Ross that uh, that you're not into? Mm, just just sounds like maybe it's because I've got an uncle called Ross. It just to me, it's like, mm. yeah, that's that's what it is. It's a it's a it's an old bloke's name to me, maybe based off that yeah, one okay. that one instance, maybe. But I don't think I know anyone else with the first name Ross. Ross Noble. Oh yeah, there is two. Oh yeah, okay. Well, let's change. Friend of the slightly. show. Yeah, that's right. Okay, two Rosses. Mm. All right. Okay, that's yeah. that's swung the pendulum back the other way. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's a cool. I mean, he's not a he's not like a traditionally cool guy, but he's a cool guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely. He's got long hair. He's, uh, yep. You know, that's cool. Funny. That's guaranteed cool. Successful. Yeah. He rides a motorbike. Yeah. I guess he is pretty cool. He rides. He drives a tank. He, he owns a tank. <laughs> <laughs> the epitome of cool. Yeah, totally. It doesn't get any cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. The, the gap between the two names has dramatically shortened. Between Rory okay. and Ross, I'm still team Ro- team Rory, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could convince me back all the other way. I'll be honest, but we can, we can significantly shrink the uh, the distance between the two. Um, yeah, Ross, Ross the boss. I mean, that's a cool nickname. That is cool. Mm. Yeah, Rick Ross, <laughs> cool, cool guy rapper. Yeah, cool to be affiliated with him. Yeah. See, there's no like, there's no like cool. Showbiz Rory's I can think of that are like you know in TV or movies or anything like that. All right, I'm, ty- I'm can't think I'm, of any. I'm typing Rory in. Rory McElroy, professional golfer. What the coolest sport of all? Obviously. Yep. Uh, yep. Rory Calhoun, American film actor from the 1950s. Okay. He was in westerns. What's cooler than some ca- old cowboy that you've never heard of? Not much. Yep. Pretty cool. Yep. Pretty cool. Yep, I'll give you that. Uh, and what else? Rory Cochran, he's an actor. Don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, look, there really isn't very much to back my feelings up with, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Yeah, the famous Rory's out there aren't doing much to no. support your claim. No, okay, all right. I'm, I'm well, maybe we need the guy from before to get into. Get into acting, make him a make him a public figure. So yeah. that hopefully he's a cool guy and he can he can sort of sw- swing the pendulum a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Rory Rory Matthews, it's up to you. It's up to you to get out there and um, change the reputation of your name to to make it fit what exactly. my brain tells me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah. Sorry, Ross. Sorry that um. Sorry that Chandler's had to be. Worked around to your name, but uh, mm. hey, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think, think you sound like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Um, sure, Brad, it, it's it's fine. Bradbury's not bad. I don't mind Bradbury. Is the uh, yeah, is the surname? 
Yep. The famous Bradbury, Stephen Bradbury, of course he would know of that, the, the man who was in the ice skating. and uh, ever- I dare say that Ross is hearing about that almost on a daily basis. Yes. There's got to be some kind of joke or reference from the friendship circle, you'd have to assume. I'll, I'll say this. So he, he, he um, for people that don't know, he was an Australian ice skater. What do you call Speed skater. And infamously, famously as well. Can you be famous and infamous? I think so. Um, mm, in this yeah. case, yes. He was a speed skater. Everyone in front of him in the final of the Olympics fell over and he won because everyone else couldn't stay up. They all fucked up except for him. Um, yep. And he won the gold medal. And that's, uh, you know, that's been celebrated as a great thing, as being sort of shit and <laughs> everyone else fucking up. Um, which is mm-hmm. a very funny sort of Australian thing to to celebrate, but yes, it is funny. Um, I will say that he, I designed his book, his autobiography. Mm-hmm. I designed it. Uh, I was I was working at a a publishing company, and I designed the cover and and the spreads and everything. And he, I, I never met him. You know, you just you just do the job. And then he mm-hmm. he was at Spleen one night at the comedy night. I don't think he was there for the comedy. I think he was just there drinking and then the comedy started up and he was like, what the fuck's this? Yep. And I went up to him and went, ah, Stephen Bradbury. And he was like, yeah. And I go, hey, I designed your book. He's like, what? I said, I designed your autobiography. And he just looked at me and turned around and walked away. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> He snoozed you. That's good. Mm, yeah. I uh, And... Yeah, look, I'm going to say I uh, heard a few other stories about in that in that time of uh, him uh, 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 around the time of him putting that book out, publicity wise. And uh, I'm going to say it, not an amazing bloke. Oh, yeah. Okay, you heard I'm, it here first. I'm putting it out there. Not an amazing bloke. So that's that's strike two for Ross Bradbury on both names, associated wow. with two okay. negative things for me. Sorry, mate. Sorry about that. Sorry, Ross. Sorry. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, hey, thank you for, for, you know, you're contributing us. That's a positive thing. You're you're giving us money in the middle of a pandemic. This is the only way we're making money at the moment. It's it's charity from you. You're, you're, you know, that's point scoring for the Brad, Bradbury family. Um, you know, they won they got their gold medal. Then their names got dragged through the mud in, in the, the, you know, the horrible spleen incident where, they, where he snubbed yep. me. And now you're, you're back on top. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Rossi. Thanks, thanks, Rossi. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. Let's uh, look. Your internet's playing up a little bit. Let's let's cut this short, Tommy. Yeah, uh, it's been a it's brutal been, session bit behind of a the scenes. Yeah, for anyone listening, hopefully it seems it sounds seamless. But uh, yeah, really, uh, really shit stuff going on here today. Thanks to the boffins down at IINet. Yeah, the uh, the technical difficulties on this episode is there's been. Between my between Brett Blake's mic cord and your internet, yeah, <laughs> plagued from beginning to end by technical difficulties in this in this episode. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's just do let's just do one more name. All right, I feel like we owe the people at least one more. All right, okay, let's do one more. Just good to uh, finish on a high and uh, yeah, just sort of uh, feel a bit good. At the end of this, at the end of this segment, so uh, let's let's crack on to the last one. Thank you very much, Patreon subscribe. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Okay, all right. This this is. I mean, look, I, I always think you know we we have some funny names on here that we can sort of even if we have bad names, we sort of can make something of it. But yeah, I always feel like we we love it when we can get a particularly sort of odd name that we can riffle off riff riffle lot off the back of. That's that's sort of what we're wanting. When when I'm about to read out a name, yep. I can feel you, Tommy, thinking, "I hope this is a bit, you know, I out of the this is good. left of centre. Hope this is a bit out of the box, yep. right? Yeah. So um, this is, I, I think, this is both odd and it sort of reminds me of something we've said earlier as well. Uh, so almost the perfect name in a way. Um, okay, well let's 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 have at it. It's fuck anyway. See, we'll see what you make of this anyway. Thank you very okay, much to sure. patron subscriber Andy Lee votes liberal comedy. <laughs> right, he votes liberal comedy. Yeah, he votes for liberal comedy in the in the American sense of it. Just you know, liberal. Oh, like free and easy so comedy. He's, he's for free speech. Yeah. Finally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> finally, a comedian that's into free yeah, speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Andy Lee votes uh, liberal comedy, yep. and uh, thanks to everyone else. I think I think club. Ryan Gerlach would particularly enjoy. He, he probably knows this guy. I reckon they probably, they probably yeah, hang out. Probably, yeah, he probably encouraged him to sign up. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks very much he paid for, for his supporting the show. He's paid for his subscription. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much uh, for supporting the show. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Get yourself two bonus episodes every week. LittleDumDumClub.com for all of the merch that we've got. Uh, yeah, keep an eye on the socials for any updates that we have about the uh, live show dates and all that kind of stuff. Guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. See you, mates. <laughs>